0: Greetings, Nerdosphere. Bimbo Jimbo here with you again, getting you ready for another high-energy episode of the Best Damn Nerd Show. And this week, we are talking about two titanic fandoms. We are going to be debating Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles versus the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. And I say debating, but also appreciating, because both hold such dear places in so many fans' hearts, all over the world So I hope you appreciate the spirited debate The fun, lively conversation And everything that comes along with that Whether it's Morphin Time Or it's Heroes in a Half Shell I hope you can hear our love and passion No matter which side you fall on And you have a great time listening to this episode So without further ado It's Showtime
1: New card, what do you think?
0: Get on.
2: That man is playing Gallagher. I understood that reference. You shall not pass! So say we all. So say we all. Rather than It's Adam Tasting time, boys. Well, maybe it's
0: your number one.
2: All wings report in.
0: And! And welcome to your weekly interval. This is the Best Damn Nerd Show on the Tenno Media Network, the worldwide leader in all of streaming entertainment. I am your host, the microphone alchemist, Bimbo Jimbo. With me tonight, Imperial Commissar Jeff Budd. It's morphin' time! (laughs) Chief Science Officer from Star Labs, Mark Cherex. Turtle power! (laughs) Hall of Fame Cyber Athlete, John Craig. Hey guys. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Professor Chris Davis. It's pizza time. It's not even Uh-oh. a quote. <laughs> <And> <laughs> to l- a great start. <laughs> l- Lore master Timothy Childs. Hello. How's it going, Tim? Good. Yeah. Well, it's good to have everybody on. Uh, the main event topic tonight is going to be two powerhouse fandoms that, even in the original run of the Best Damn Nerd Show, that I don't think we really ever – Uh, gave one their their proper due. We talked about, you know, one a little bit. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers uh, are going to be going at it tonight on the Best Damn Nerd Show. And I'm very excited to get into this just because, you know, like I said, there are two really powerhouse fandoms. Uh, This is on power. Yeah, Well, (laughs) we'll we'll see about that. You know, I'm thinking, you know, (laughs) maybe more heroes in it. Yeah, (laughs) I guess it works either way. (laughs) Uh, but I just want to catch up with, with y'all a little bit uh, first. Marco, what have you been getting into since we last spoke?
3: Uh, since last check-in, I did a uh, grand voyage home uh, where I was able to finally clear out a bunch of nerd gold from my uh, my mother's house. And I actually stumbled upon my 40K Black Templar army. Uh, so I was super jazzed to find those. They were painted much better than I remember. Uh and I brought them down here with me, and I can't wait to actually try to finally play a game of 40 yes. k Because I have never played. I've only ever painted. <laughs> how,
0: how are you going to make that happen? It's so bizarre.
3: Looking at Jeff.
0: Oh, oh okay. okay. Yeah, I would love do you, to. Do you have another army to play with, or are you just going to split your force?
3: Yeah, we'll split. I, I We'll have no split idea the force. It'll play. be
1: like a uh, training exercise or something like that. That'll be really well, cool. Black Templar are awesome.
0: Black, Black Templar are an awesome army. Great and chapter. Yeah, yeah, very cool. And, you know, Mark, you are always very, very artistic. And, you know, one of the things, Mark was regaling me with some photos of some of the things that he was finding. And uh, I got a photo of the Tuscan Raider paper mache mask that he made, which really, if memory serves, is what sort of jump started our friendship anyway in fifth grade, right? fourth grade it's it's one of the things i mean (laughs) that that
3: you know some people think it started with the tuscan raider mask some people thought it was the awesome name template with venom drawn on it oh yeah i mean there was both great options and awesome fandoms that could connect people well, Spider Man, so, Star Wars. And your what's artistic. That, what's ability?
4: that story? Yeah, so what's that story? James like saw you on the playground wearing the mask and was like, Oh my god, <laughs> I don't have to be alone anymore. Or like what, what was the like what happened? No, so, we
0: were we were in fifth grade together and fifth. yes Yeah, that's what I said. I said oh, fifth okay. twice it was now. Fifth? I'm I'm okay.
3: glad you remember.
0: Yeah, well sorry I had the same teacher for fourth and fifth grade. Uh but yeah, Mark AKA fourth know,
3: and fourth grade repeated.
0: Yes. Well, actually, Miss Trowner became Mrs. Levy. She's actually, well, never mind. Uh, But, uh, yeah, Mark made an epic Oh, darn, I wanted to hear that story. (laughs) Mark made an epic, shut up, Jeff. Uh, Mark made an epic nameplate with it featured a very, very awesomely done Venom with the long tongue wrapping around his name, Mark with a C, in which I've had to correct no less than, uh, I think, three people over the past two weeks, Mark, on the correct spelling of your name. So, <laughs> I, I, I take I take up the flag for you. But yeah, then he made this Tuscan Raider paper mache mask for some project, and I was like, yeah, "This guy, it, this guy's my people."
3: It was a book report project where you had to read a book and then you made a face mold mask of something from the book. So I did a Tuscan Raider because I read Star Wars, uh, which was fantastic. Lots of extra stuff in the novelization, uh, and Not James. Canon. Did one on the Beatles and did a
0: Paul McCartney mask. God, and uh, it was terrifyingly bad. Like it looked like it looked like a death mask. Like it was <laughs> it was not good. It was very creepy.
5: That, w- was, that would be a yeah, really, Why did you choose I, that?
0: Because uh, I read a book about the Beatles. So that's why did you what, choose the Beatles? Because uh, I was really into the Beatles. James is so. a huge <laughs> Beatles fan. I really liked Paul. I is tried is James, to force... like,
1: 30 years older than he is? It's like... like <laughs> it's
0: I was born so weird. I was born old. Yeah, I... Because yeah,
4: well. he kept getting held back. That's sort of what happened. <laughs> Wait,
6: are you guys talking about the bugs or the band?
0: Not the Beetleborgs, the band, <laughs> the Beatles. <laughs> so we will not be talking Beetleborgs. John, what did you get into this week? Uh,
6: not much. I, I spent most of the week debating if I wanted to play Divinity Original Sin 2 or try a different CRPG, and I landed on Pathfinder because it has some features that I'm interested in. So I spent last night downloading that and, and fantasizing about what, what it's going to be like to play that game. But, um, you know, I come into it not knowing much about the world, and I was talking to you guys in Discord about it a little bit. Definitely want to learn more about, about Pathfinder uh, from you guys and from playing, and I'm sure I'll have lots of questions as I play through.
0: I mean, I, so I've played it with a, a couple different friend groups, but most notably with with Jeff, myself, and Tim Cool uh it's it's the the card game is is super fun and like i the dynamic play process is really good and it's another one of those where uh you know they have pre-made characters but you can role play it however you want and J- jeff's take on uh, harsk who is not your typical dwarf it was was really a lot of fun i i love playing it with you jeff
1: dude it's one of my favorite characters i think i've ever role played as i i definitely enjoyed it the time that you and i and tim cool did it like all night and then when we just continued that quest uh many times over it's been a lot of fun yeah i don't it's know so, how I, much of the lore i can tell you about it i can tell you about like the stories that james and i came up with i mean <laughs> our lore got deep right? Yeah, <laughs> you know, of course, of course.
0: It, it, and it all just depends on how the how the game plays out as, as it's going on too but there's some really cool stories and i don't know how the sort of the version that you got is going to sort of translate
6: yeah i'm not but,
0: sure uh i i think you'll have a lot of fun playing it the pat, the pathfinder fan base is very strong
6: too and it's yeah, a good system I, and I know that there's a there's a a, a sort of a rivalry between it and D and D. I'm not I'm not like too familiar with it, but um, I'm probably I'm thinking about like what character role. I, I definitely think I'm going to go with like a prefab character because, you know, having no experience in the world, I think it's just safer to do. Uh, and I'm thinking about paladin or, uh, like a ranger. I'm not
0: sure. I think I was just the straight up warrior character.
6: The oh,
1: warrior, in our card game, the, yeah, yeah um, card I game. was a ranger which I think is why he was not your typical dwarf, because you don't really <laughs> have a lot of dwarf rangers. But um, he was a lot and of fun to play as. My first D&D character I ever played was a ranger, and that was a blast. I loved playing as him. Still one didn't, of my favorites.
0: Didn't the character description say that he prefers like tea to a hearty ale or he something like that? He prefers tea to a
1: hearty ale. He prefers the forest to like the mountain caverns. I mean, he's not your typical dwarf. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's true. That's, that's what you got to remember about Harsk. <laughs> not your typical if dwarf. You know yeah, it, so... If you know nothing else about Harsk, know that. Sounds
4: like Gimli. <laughs> so in, 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 learning about the, like him,
6: in learning about the character creation process you also have to like choose your alignment which got me thinking about the alignment of everyone on the show and so <laughs> i posted a meme in, dis- in discord uh this will date our recording a little bit but um I, you know i feel like all of our alignments are definitely up in the air definitely debatable the one that is not though the one that is absolute truth and, and everyone here has agreed with it already so so you know this person cannot deny it Uh, is placing james as as lawful evil
1: (laughs) his adherence to the rules and to what he considers canon definitely lawful but then him (laughs) making the wrong decision time and time again
0: i don't even think you believe that jeff
1: and and i think you've defended me as a paladin many
0: times in our friendship i can't believe what i'm hearing
6: i think what it comes (laughs) down to
7: is
6: (laughs) people people who are evil believe they are good like in their world in their universe they are doing yeah the, the best right villains thing. are the
0: hero exactly. of their own story yeah. john yeah. just like you
6: i i was on the evil side too i just <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: yeah what were you john so,
0: were you neutral no, evil? if, if there's I one thing i disagree chaotic with oh you were is, chaotic. That, is that tim childs is is chaotic evil more than anyone oh and yeah tim I, tim I i love you to death but you're heath ledger's joker in in like i'm just glad that you're on our side like you, because if we or were friends he? you would terrify me I, yeah,
4: I wouldn't say I'm on your side per se, but like, yeah, like I'll have a conversation. <laughs> we can talk, you know, we can talk for sure. And, I, you know,
0: no. All right. Well, My that
4: go doesn't good. really My put me so I, I had at all.
6: The rest of them, for those curious uh, who, who haven't seen the meme, I had, yeah, Tim as neutral, uh, chaotic neutral. And mm-hmm. I had Mark as pure neutral. Uh, I had Jeff yes, as not. lawful good, good. And I Hero had of the Dave, tale. Davis as chaotic good. I feel like I, I feel like I, I hit it, I hit a home run on this.
0: I'll bet you yep. do. I, I bet like you feel that way, John. Yep. Shut up, Jeff.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Typical lawful evil response. <laughs>
0: oh, very good. I, I, I won't let, uh, I won't let John split me off against my teammates as we're going to be getting into uh, teenage meet ninja turtles versus the mighty morphin power rangers, uh, and I think it's a great topic. It's one that Jeff came up with. How did you, uh, how did you come
1: upon this, Jeff? I mean, I, I was just kind of going through uh, our list of like proposed topics and thinking about what it is that I wanted to talk about, and then since I did just recently do the kickstart for um, the the Power Rangers board game from Renegade Games, and that's coming in September, kind of got Power Rangers in the back of my mind. I was reading some of the Boom comics, always like to talk Ninja Turtles, and I, I figured not everybody here was that well-versed in Power Rangers, but if you combine the two, I mean... You got a stew going. <laughs> yeah. I well, mean, we it, got a full it, roster tonight because everybody knows something.
0: Yeah. that Well, yeah. and I want to make sure that, uh, you know, well, the people ha-
1: that had a strong. Ever Seglia eye.
0: <laughs> yes. The, the eye of The eye of Seglia, <laughs> eye of Seglia, ever... Seglia is watching. <laughs> yes. Ever <laughs> present in everything that we do here. And Seglia but was we... lawful neutral
1: uh, on John's thing. I think, I don't know if we mentioned Seglia, but lawful yeah, yeah, neutral. Yeah, lawful
0: yeah, yeah. Lawful neutral. I'd like to point out that John did not mention him. And that should be noted
1: It's oh. an evil act. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I put myself in Writing evil. it all down, very lawful. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> throwing his friend under the bus, very evil.
0: <laughs> My friend who assigned me lawful evil just because he wanted to be a douche? Yeah, no thanks. You're on John's team, he's evil too. Uh, the, the evil, they never really can coexist.
1: But They can for a little uh, while
0: be that as it may I, I am glad that you thought of this and to pull back the curtain a little bit in our in our private discord chat when you suggested it <laughs> uh, Jeff I, I thought for sure that you would be on team turtles just because of all of the sort of uh you know conversations we've had over the years and i guess that's I think, how
1: much i love the power rangers huh
0: yeah it's very interesting and, and even davis was like oh anybody even take up the side of the power rangers and i, uh, I love that that was davis. right down I love the that middle. That was the
1: first response was whatever anybody even be on the power Ranger side i was like oh we got a debate going because i yeah. was like yeah I'll, I'll be your huckleberry um Tools, Aaron. i i am a huge fan of both properties i mean it's like I mean, that's my childhood, that and Marvel superheroes, and I guess Star Wars, you know, I mean, the movies and whatnot. But, um, yeah, no, I'm a big fan of both. I loved both. And then, I mean, sadly, I kind of grew out of both, and it was many years before I kind of revisited them.
0: Yeah, and so <laughs> I think that, you know, the, as the Davis in, in Discord sort of set it off right from there, I am surprised that with, with Segway being the neutral party in this, and then all of us just split right down the middle... Uh, with Ninja Turtles and Power Rangers. So we're going to take a quick break. Uh, when we come back, we are going to talk about sort of the hits of, of both properties because, like I said, they are two just, you know, mega fandoms uh, that we are going to get into the the best and maybe some of the lowlights as well of Power Rangers and the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles on the other side on the Best Damn Nerd Show.
2: Hey, everyone. Chris Eglia here, CEO of the Tenno Media Network. I would like to say thank you for checking out one of our podcasts, but we need your help. You can support 10.0 in a multitude of ways by going to our website and checking out our latest podcasts, by buying some sweet merch, joining our discord or getting early and exclusive access to all content via our Patreon. Your support means the world to us and you can find everything on our website www.10-o.gg. That's T E dash o.gg thank you again and now back to the show
0: it's me iron sh no uh iron nerd Minmaxer, hanzo gonzo inviting you into kitchen no, no 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 uh the tenno media arena to see whose nerdiness will reign super no no we're gonna get sued if you uh will triumph a lot, Lee. Come check out all the battles on the Teno Media Network Patreon, or you can just skip to the parts where Steve physically breaks something for no reason. See you there. It's the microphone alchemist Bimbo Jimbo here, and when I'm not verbally super-kicking Last Jedi fans on the Best Damn Nerd Show or fantasy-casting The Rock in another movie on the DLC, well, that's when I actually get to talk about wrestling. That's right. Come join me in the wrestling war room where I take my mic to the mat and launch my hot takes about the Wednesday night war between AEW and NXT. The wrestling war room, which side are you on? welcome back to the best damn nerd show bimbo jimbo with you and we have a full boat tonight as we talk power rangers and the teenage mutant ninja turtles we have jeff Bud, mark trex tim childs john craig and chris davis all on board with myself to debate these two fandoms but i want to start with how we got into each i know a lot of us on here probably were fans of both uh i myself I watched a little bit of Power Rangers, but I loved the Ninja Turtles. I never really took to the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. And, you know, we'll get into that a little bit more. Too new for your blood. <laughs> it wasn't too new <laughs> for my blood. Maybe that was the beginning of, of my discerning eye, though, because I did think it was kind of stupid, with some notable exceptions. And we'll, we'll get into that, because I will give the devil its due uh, when the time comes. But, Jeff, oh, thank how goodness. did goodness. How did you how did you get
1: into it? Uh with Ninja Turtles, I um I owned the toys before anything, even before the cartoon. I had uh Leonardo and Donatello were bought for me. Fell in love with them immediately. You remember the back packaging of all their cards would kind of oh, tell yeah. you the story of what was going on with the turtles. So, I mean, I owned them geez uh, it was sometime in the 80s that they were bought for me and then it didn't take long for like the entire group to be bought right away and then i started watching the cartoon fell in love with it the arcade game was a big deal and then i mean the movie came out i think i was in the first grade so i mean all of it kind of came i mean it was a flood once the turtles hit the main you know uh zeitgeist it was everywhere
0: yeah it really it really was and how about power rangers
1: Power Rangers was a TV thing um, because it was part of the, uh, the like Fox Kids yep. programming rush. It was on five—I mean, no, it was on six days a week. It was on every day before school. It was on the Saturday morning block. I mean, you could not—you you couldn't escape it. And then once Power Rangers became a big deal, you know, the malls were crowded. You couldn't even get the toys. That was the big thing. My um, <laughs> my godmother got me the Red Ranger for Christmas, and my brother the Blue Ranger. And then we Mm -hmm. eventually got the Black Ranger, never got the girls um, as far as the original set goes. And I remember I was reading Fox Kids magazine and um, the actress who played Trini, the Yellow Ranger, she said she only owns the yellow and pink Ranger. And she said, like, girl power or something like that. And I remember as a kid, I was like, you dumb bitch. And then I go (laughs) and I was like, you know, Jeff, you're doing the same thing with all the boys. I was like, ah, you know what? All power hey, to, to her. Now I get it. He, you know, it's like I, I immediately <laughs> forgave her as soon as I realized I was doing the exact same thing.
0: To each their to each their yeah. own, as as they You're say. Like, maybe suppose. we should get like, together. We would have had the full set. Your seven year old internal monologue. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny you you mentioned the toys, which is something we will circle back to. Uh, you know, because both had a, a ton of merchandise and a ton of toys, and I know I've told this story uh, to you guys personally, and I think even on the podcast as well, but going into a KB Toys when I was, I don't know, nine or 10 years old. And one of the employees was like, "Oh, I bet you're looking for the Power Rangers." And a, again, a born old person that I am, I was like, "No, I'm looking for GI Joes. I don't like the Power Rangers." <laughs> and then the employee was like, shooketh. He was like, oh, "It's the first. You're the first little boy I've heard that don't that doesn't like the Power Rangers." Like, yeah, well, I don't. Do you have any GI Joes or not? <laughs> um, so that was. Of course was we have
1: a- GI Joes. Nobody's buying the GI Joes anymore. They're <laughs> pass A
0: they were never passe. I, I still love me. They some GI Joes.
1: No, they were not.
0: Uh, Marco, how about you? How did you, were you into both or, and which did, you know, you're on team turtle, so, but how'd so that all start with the be? turtles?
3: Love the turtles had tons of the action figures. The terror dome was an amazing playset, and I just remember religiously uh, following along with it. And, uh, Raphael and Michelangelo were my guys. Just without a doubt. I always had every variant of theirs. My brother had every variant of uh, Leonardo and Donatello. And so together we would have the full sets. And I just loved it. I loved uh, just the wacky characters, the anamorphic uh, mutants, everything about it. Michelangelo was a cool party dude. How could I not? You know, right. And I just remember with the Power Rangers, I did like Power Rangers. I will say it. But at the time I was ashamed I wouldn't talk about it. I wouldn't speak of it at school. It was like a dirty secret because growing up, I only had three channels growing up. I only had so many things to watch. I'm clearly going to watch my children's programming and Power Rangers was on it. And deep down, I liked it, but I didn't want people to know. Why not? it, it, It just felt... It, it didn't feel right, even at a it was young stupid. age. I knew just something wasn't right, but but I still did. It was like a guilty true. pleasure because like
0: the yeah, action true. scenes were wrong. awful. <laughs> something was a little
3: wrong, <laughs> but, but I kind of liked it. And I remember going to Toys R Us with uh, my mom and brother and waiting in line to get the original like twelve inch figures, yeah. and, uh, and I got me a Zach right. And nice. even even when the uh, the theatrical movie came out, I still think to this day the greatest. Uh, you know. Like, happy meal toy, if you would, to ever come out uh, was from McDonald's, the theatrical release, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, where it was like a yeah. fully posable figure with the Zord it went into. Yep. And that, like, really set the bar with happy meal toys and never really Those were popular. it again. Those ones were awesome. Um, <laughs> so, pretty excited about tonight's topics on both ends. But, but Team There's Turtles, certain- man, no shame in it no shame
1: yeah, so don't mark hide things that you should be ashamed of too. There have should have to be hide there there should be shame
0: <laughs> mark were you uh were, were you like jeff and got into the turtles with the figures or the show first
3: it's hard to recall because i had the vhs's growing up so it was a constant repeat in my house yeah that was in tandem with the figures i mean the show started in, what like 87 so i was a year old by the time it came yeah. around, it was just always there. It was so good; it existed
1: my whole life.
0: Yeah, that that's you know? that's kind of what I'm getting at. Too I think because... I'm the only
1: one on the show who actually was like cognizant in a world without the Ninja Turtles cartoon. I mean, yeah. I was born in '84, the same year that the comic book came out. And it's like I have memories of a world without the Ninja Turtles cartoon. Yeah, I
0: don't mean, know I don't, I don't, I don't know a world do. Yeah, I don't know a world pre Ninja Turtles. So I yeah. was obsessed with the toys and obsessed with the the animated series, but I can't tell you which like the chicken and the egg which came yeah. first with me either. They and just and both it flooded the market. There. I mean it was yeah.
1: everywhere and it was everything. Yeah.
0: Tim, you are team, uh, Power Rangers. How did that come to be? And did you did you dabble in the turtles or or were you not cool enough?
4: uh turtles i don't know i was never like a huge fan um i kind of felt oh. like i they honestly they like scared me a little bit for the most part like i didn't like their energy i i felt like their energy was a little bit frenetic and i didn't like how boisterous <laughs> in general they were and i didn't like their like pizza michelangelo addiction. terrified you <laughs> yeah they were like four large turtle human mutant monsters kofkas beasts i just wasn't a fan i, mean, I mean, think it's the first uh, Kafka reference as... we've gotten on the nerd show
0: what? I think it's the first Kafka reference we've gotten on the best damn nerd show.
4: Yeah, yeah, uh, isn't that a shame? And as far as far, uh, Power Rangers goes, I, you know, I watched the show. I wouldn't say I'm like a huge, huge fan of the show <laughs> to like, pre- like present day or anything <laughs> like that. Uh, you know, I think the lineup Tuesday afternoon when I was in second grade was like Barney, Teletubbies, then the Teletubby spinoff, Power Rangers. So I, I watched it because <laughs> it was on, I guess
0: oh well i i'm glad that we have such a diehard uh rangers aficionado on here to defend them uh jonathan craig and all of the turtles fans have been talking about how they like the rangers too no no yeah. i'm not but but at least at least we really liked both tim was just like yeah this teletubbies spinoff
1: well Jim, oh, i mean sam was like oh we can shit on the ninja turtles sign me up. yeah, yeah. I, I guess he's
0: more just vehemently against the turtles than he is pro power rangers uh john how did you get into either one or both as it were i I honestly i don't remember
6: how i got into power rangers probably the same way jeff did like it was just a present force on tv so you can't you couldn't really avoid it and i thought you know all the action scenes were really good it was it was very realistic to me and they were solving what felt like very adult problems at the time Um, remember that one with turtles I, I mean i'm i got into turtles a lot younger i think my grandpa used to tape all of them on vhs so every time i'd go over there he'd have like a couple new episodes that he had taped you know in the time between my my last being there um so we just watched a ton of it there i never had any turtles toys though it's my one regret oh, i did have Rangers yeah. toys but never any what? never any turtles toys god and how now, do you avoid how? it how ah, wow I don't, I don't know i mean i would have i would have liked like a michelangelo you know I definitely would not have liked Raphael, so if my parents bought that for me, I would have thrown it in the trash right away. Um, but a grateful yeah. boy. I enjoy I enjoyed all the all the Power Rangers toys for sure. And you know, snapping your finger in the in the one where the head spins around, damn near breaking
1: it. They don't make toys dangerous. Oh anymore. yeah, the morphing one, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, I never, I never really cared for that that style of, of action figure, so I was, ha- I was happy to miss those. But Davis, uh, how did you get into the turtles? And I, I mean, were you into the Rangers as well? Is there any crossover? You seem pretty vehemently anti Ranger, like myself. So
5: I, I am, but I will say there was a moment like Mark, and I have to, that brought back memories of when the movie came out. I was so embarrassed that I actually liked it. And I would watch it at home. My brother would come in. And he'd be like, what are you watching? What What are you doing? Why are you watching that crap? Turn it off. We're watching what I want to watch. <laughs> and, and I was like, oh, no. It, it was just on. I didn't have anything else to watch. I don't like I don't. it. <laughs> <laughs> it was Ivan and, Ooze. Ugh. But I, but I also, also didn't get that. I also didn't get the channel. I didn't get Fox growing up. I was I had three channels, but Fox was a wasn't one of them and so power rangers I, I don't know every time it came on when i was at a friend's house or other family member that had it it always seemed incredibly childish to me and even the movie did too when i watched it uh but i still liked that one for whatever reason uh but the turtles on the other hand not childish at all not childish no. at all
1: we're gonna talk about how one children's show is childish, and, not the other just and coming from away. a child's perspective at the time okay and
5: if you read the comics. They're very adult.
1: Actually, it depends on which comic series you're reading. There's multiple. That's true. Uh, I know what you're talking
5: about. The original, yeah. The original one one. is very dark. Uh, It is a very different.
0: And I don't like that. Like, I think if I had been sort of exposed to the comic first, I don't think I would have been as as, as big a Turtles fan. Like, I like the tone of the cartoon.
5: Well, Well, Because you were the right age
1: for it. Yeah, exactly. If you were older, you would have hated the cartoon. You would have loved the comic.
5: Exactly. And I didn't come into the I... turtles' comments till college, and that was the right time for it. Oh yeah, then
1: it's fine. So, yeah, exactly.
5: Yeah. So, uh, but growing up, I I definitely started with the toys. My parents bought me those. Like, that's what I was just drawn to. I was just drawn to weird. My brother liked them too, so we. I was actually the same uh, separation that Mark had. I was Leo and Donnie, and he was Mikey and Raph. So we just kind of combined and got him. You know, we dressed him dressed up as him. Like, we had the gear to just do it any day, but w- for Halloween, for sure. Um, we had the VHS uh, and, you know, every Saturday morning, that's what we did. We watched the turtles. Yeah. And I, the how, how were you
6: even... not Michelangelo, Davis? Like, you are, know, as an adult, you are Michelangelo. I, can, well, I can't please you as any other turtle.
5: I was a Leo guy. I was a Leo guy. Good, front good man, side. Davis. I a, I'm a man. leader. I'm a leader, John, <laughs> and you know it. <laughs> your uh your your uh, mo- your
0: moonshine business would uh would beg to differ with that davis but <laughs> i mean i pre like leo was obviously the best of the ninja turtles although i think michelangelo is probably a lot of a lot of people's favorites as yeah. well I,
5: mikey was my brothers and he was the older brother so he kind of got his pick and then i think i probably chose leo because
0: how did he not? How do you pass on Leo?
5: Yeah, how does an older brother not choose Leo? That's well, you got it.
1: Mm. He has certain guitar. responsibilities of the older brother. <laughs> got to yeah. meet my brother. <laughs> so. Yeah, there you go.
0: It's very, it's very odd to me. I, I do like that. that Mark and Davis hit on something that, uh, as a, as a casual watcher of, of when I did, you know, see the Power Rangers, the, the idea of like just being sort of embarrassed by it is not. I don't I don't know what what that is because again, it is such a strong fan base, but it's not unique to you two either, because I, I've had some other friends that sort of like in hushed tones, like, you know, had their like Power Rangers action figures or whatever, didn't want to like play with them openly, but I can't really uh, put my finger on why that w- that would be. The I mean, Power was, Rangers was...
1: came out after the Ninja Turtles. All of you were a little older when the Power Rangers came out. Also, um, there is a pattern of those with poor self-image tend to be embarrassed when it comes to certain hobbies. I'm just, I don't know. I'm racking up certain names here. Mark <laughs> Davis. Okay. I mean, James, you could list your friends. I mean, I can imagine. So,
0: <laughs> well, you're among
1: my friends. <laughs> I think you're embarrassed of the Rangers as well. Um, no, I mean, there got to a point where it's like, I'm not going to talk about it at school anymore. Like, it, I mean, I were... talked about it like the first year. I mean, I was a fourth grader when it came out. I could talk about it that year. And it's like, and then I moved to California. I didn't talk about it at the new school. Well, you were older than
5: us when it came out. So why were we Yeah, I was in the fourth grade. That. I just explained As... that. Yeah. <laughs> it... <laughs> I know. But I'm asking, why, why are up, you Mikey. okay? Why were you okay with like liking the Rangers? But we were younger and it should have been okay if it was Kitty.
1: I'm comfortable with myself and I don't mind telling people (laughs) what it is that I'm into. I mean, I don't know what else there is to say. And there were other people that also like the power Rangers. We used to play it on the playground, but like I said, once I moved to a new school and it just seemed very different, it's like, I'm not going to talk about it anymore, but it's like, I also was certainly not talking about the Ninja turtles. And I do remember, I think it was my 10th birthday. So it was when I was in the fourth grade, my buddy, David, who is a big Ninja turtles fan, like, our moms were talking, and it's like, what Ninja Turtles toy should I, you know, buy for Jeff's birthday? And my mom had to explain to her, it's like, he doesn't, he's not really into Ninja Turtles anymore. And, like, I remember David just stopped talking about Ninja Turtles after wow. that. And that's all he talked about beforehand. He, he grew up all of a sudden. <laughs> he he pulled a Davis or a Mark. He was ashamed of what he loved. I, mean, I just and, think that and, and he's, and he's on a podcast right now going, i never really liked the Ninja Turtles, but sometimes I was embarrassed. It's <laughs> like, and I'm sorry. I did that to him. I didn't mean I, to, I just didn't want another crappy, uh, Michelangelo as a magician or, uh, oh, Count okay. Dracula Donatello. Um, you know, the power Rangers just made power Ranger toys. Cause people just wanted power Rangers. Uh, the Ninja Turtles are kind of like boring. Gary Goldman's, a uh, sugar cookie stand-up where it's like the cookie has to make itself look different every holiday to sell it. It's like Power Rangers are like chocolate chip cookies. You just always want and that, it, no. and they haven't don't have changed. to change the formula. They haven't changed yeah. at all. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> at all. it's like almost always the same color dynamic. Usually around the same boy to girl you know? ratio. It's some sort of animal or dinosaur that they're attached to. You just like it. Mm-hmm. I, it's I think time tested. I think that's Child very approved. true
3: about Power Rangers. It's extremely formulaic and uninventive
4: every single episode. And even oh, as a seven-year-old, I noticed inventive. it. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. You know? Like, obviously, they were onto something. So There's a Netflix? reason
1: why the Power Rangers haven't had to retcon since 1993. Ninja Turtles, on the other hand, seems to have to throw the same shit in the box, shake it up, and throw How it back out How many different Ranger again? teams have there been constantly swapping out casts and storylines? Uh, yeah, as people grow out of it, that's what happens when you have a live-action cast. What do you want? That's you want 40-year-old Power Rangers? Yeah, Zordon is... What kid is I mean, supposed to relate did, to that? Did the, did the like threat it? disappear? <laughs> I don't think so. No, they, they graduated no, the threat high school. When exactly, I'm they, they high school, They move on. They no, failed. that's not... No, what are you talking about? They continued to win is what happened. No, they, they aged out. I think Yeah, they the aged too. out and new people come in. They aged yeah, out they're no longer valid. Whereas the Turtles timeless so so when you left you high school that's four. because you aged out mark and you failed or did you graduate <laughs> i graduated well, what are the power rangers people retired since nothing some of them returned or they moved on with their lives nothing all right i had planned on getting into the the 90s series can we so also talk eat. about how the ninja turtles disbanded in the comic books
4: but they're back I mean, how do they no, not if there's no female turtles? Like it <laughs> seems like it's a one hit sort John of thing. Donatello, he's
1: not even a turtle anymore. He turned himself into a
0: robot. I w- I was gonna start with the the classic series, but since we've been talking so much about the toys, I'll I'll keep it there. And 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 both were featured on shows like the the toys that made us and stuff like that. So you know, as we've as we've discussed, they it, it was a full on blitz of merchandising from the turtles and the power rangers but I, I have to i have to disagree with jeff in terms of like the the different action figures and stuff like that and the different sort of styled ninja turtle action figures like you there needed were... a
1: civil war Raphael that was important uh, for your collection
0: w- w- what i really liked was, uh, green, Raphael Raphael
1: Raphael. was
0: a green beret rafael green by beret rafael no, yeah, confederate soldier
1: <laughs> how that action figure age
0: one, one of my one of my favorite ninja turtle action figures was green beret Raphael or disguised donatello disguised uh,
1: donatello makes sense because they wore similar disguises um and he wasn't disguised donatello he was top secret spy donatello or i he think it was like a with a the face mask and the the face it, mask though. and the trench coat <laughs> yeah. yeah it's
0: like i think it was like undercover don or something like that uh it was a very cool action figure i liked a lot of the different takes on the action figures. They weren't all winners. Uh, You know, I was discussing off air, how I got the, the party clown, Michelangelo, and I didn't play with him as Mikey, but I turned him into homie, the clown from in living color. And I don't know why homie, the clown was having adventures with like, you know, GI Joe's or the Ninja turtles, but he was, and that's just, uh, that's what I did. Go ahead, Mark.
3: So of the same set, I had the Raphael with the, uh, the magician with the uh, rabbit that popped out of his hat. And I thought he was awesome. You should be ashamed of that. No, not at all. Who doesn't <laughs> like magic? I was a child. I think it just Magic's goes to great. show.
6: I think it just goes to show how trivial the enemies that they were facing were. They had time to like learn how to do magic and, you know, walk around in disguises. <laughs> Power Rangers were in life and death struggles every single episode.
1: Well, the Ninja Turtles were beating up a bunch of teenage runaways and junkies. So I, mean, like, I don't know how much ninja training you need for that. Being Real junkies themselves, that's the natural progression. Yeah, that yeah. too
0: uh
7: let us
1: never forget that the ninja turtles is just built off of a stupid joke on the daredevil comic books that's all it is so
0: uh conversely i didn't really care for the like the flipping
1: head power ranger action figures morphing action yeah those are amazing yeah
0: I, d- I I know you would like have snap your all. precious
1: little fingernails. I understand, James. You, you were scared when John told that story. Right. You were
0: <laughs> No, I just I didn't think they looked very good.
1: Oh well, I will say the turtles had a
3: morphing figure as well where they actually collapsed into a full turtle, like a baby I, turtle, and those yeah.
1: were sick. Those were amazing. No, because it was very hard to fold it up and get it into the shell. And You're also, older. and then they looked they looked misshapen. A great, a great thing about the Ninja yeah, they Turtle did. It action figure—it was all bulky too. body, and then like weird little arms and a little head. You mean like, a like turtle looks like? It looks just like a turtle. Oh, except for when you compare it to the other Ninja Turtle action figures. The original turtle action figures—they also then Those got, they got out of control with that. They got out of control with that too. I had a firefighter Leonardo that turns into Leonardo driving a fire engine. How stupid is that? It's stupid, Mark. Turtles didn't <laughs> yeah. fight fire.
6: His-
3: No, they shouldn't. It's a poor
6: consumer choice. And but it just goes to show, like that they run the gamut of like problems that they're solving, and you know, for the most part, the problems that they're solving are so trivial that they just have time to goof off like that, make stops, eat pizza.
4: I don't think anyone takes them seriously. If that's what you're getting at. Well, I mean, it's a bunch of turtles just running around. Yeah,
6: I think even (laughs) as a
4: kid, I think even as a kid, when I like learned of their origin,
6: I was like. Yeah, I mean it's weird. It definitely is weird. Like it, it, they're cool, and like you know the bright colors and all that stuff is really cool. But like they are little turtles that f- that walked over ooze, then they they're grew not that up cool, dude. and got they're not muscular. That cool, dude, did, speaking of like the
0: the ooze that you could get that came with like the little glow in the dark, uh, the radioactive turtle was so cool as a kid. But I I love the original Ninja Turtles because. They came with a full like assortment of weapons like we had. So like you were never you could run into this a lot with like G.I. Joe's and other types of action figures like, oh, like where's his gun? Never happened with the Ninja Turtles because you just had like just a grip of backup weapons because every turtle came with the set of them. So it it was just it was just brilliant, brilliantly done by them.
3: I feel like those Ninja Stars don't exist anymore. They've all been buried no. in
1: sandboxes and lost, <laughs> and just I, I lost. Guess, yeah, in boxes and garbage. Yeah, exactly. I, I never really you there, in the hand that well. It was just weird.
0: There, there's tons <laughs> of people that still have like probably unbroken sets of, of their weaponry, just that just me. on on standby. Absolutely. Toys are meant
1: to be played with. Stop being a weirdo. N- no, I don't think it's in no. think, the box.
0: <laughs> no, I'm not, yeah, the bo- I'm not saying it's in the box. I'm saying they opened. They just had extras because every figure for a while oh, just I came with the whole set. So you. You just you never you never ran into that problem. I, I think the the Ninja Turtle action figures were some of really the best uh, that you know from any of these like Saturday morning cartoon action figure sets. I know a lot of them they, they certainly uh, there were a lot of Christmases that were, extremely turtle heavy. I remember getting the Metalhead action figure oh, and Metalhead. that Metalhead was so cool where you could see his brain and like his eyes would light up when you he held it up to the light and stuff mm-hmm. like that it was just very very cool action figures. I just I never from what the Rangers put out, I just never saw the same cool factor from them.
1: If you're not a I, fan of the show, why would you care about the toys?
0: Yeah, I see. I oh, because I would play to, with the, friends that had the action figures, and they just never. I was just never really drawn what, to what them. What I liked
1: about the morphing rangers that you were talking about was their weapons actually combined to make the weapon bazooka that they did on the show. I thought that was really cool.
6: I also, I like, oh, the, sorry, mor- John. I like the morphing element of them because a big part of the show was, like, the dialogue and, like, the challenges that they were facing outside of these fantastical enemies that they were fighting. And I know the turtles had their fair share of challenges, too. Like dressing up like magicians and things like that but uh (laughs) how dare you like the just the just the everyday like angst and like the the things that they were dealing with as people and and so having the flip head and and humanizing them and being able to play with them in that capacity and then flip them and be able to play with them you know as uh, in their full form performing karate i guess I, I,
0: get, I guess as a transformers fan i was like you know if you're gonna have a figure that transforms have a figure that transforms you so know so do you have that same complaint it.
1: about all the batman or superman or spider-man toys that uh, do the so, exact same of, thing so, because, some I mean, of them yes that, yeah because the whole point is that it's almost two separate characters you're not just a fan of the red ranger you're a fan of jason and with this toy you kind of get both and yeah I mean, no i i get most, i get the, I get the most sets you would only get the hero and it's like well maybe i want to do something where it's just them talking with Zordon at the base, which would be them in costume, but their head showing because they have the helmet off. If yeah. if I
0: got a Batman figure, that would be also Bruce Wayne. I'd want the one with like the pop off suit that could be, then be Bruce Wayne. They had like the Michael Keaton style one that I always appreciated. Yeah, Go that ahead, awful Mark. toy.
1: Go to our Discord and take a look at that Michael Keaton Bruce Wayne. Toy. <laughs> I liked him. Yeah, I liked him. That was an yeah, example as Ma- one of the terrible Mark, ones. That's speak. a good Claire Kent. Yeah. But you know what? I'm, I'll i tell you right now, though, Mark. Ninja Turtles and Power Rangers don't hold a candle to Superman. So I think it's totally acceptable for Clark Kent to have his own full action figure. He's Superman. <laughs> I love the Clark Kent figure, gotta say. I do, too. But- I, well, one of the things I liked, my favorite Power Ranger toys were actually, like, the, the three-inch ones. They were very small, and it was, like, the stationary statue ones. Dude, yes. They did a full yes. set of the Power Rangers, but then they did a full set where it was just them in human form. Because a yeah. lot of the times, the way... The way almost every episode broke down was they'd fight the putties in their human form, things would get a little more serious, it's morphin' time, and then things would get more serious as the monster grows with Rita's spell, and then they get into the Zords. So you would have that steady stage. I liked just having the action figures of them in their regular clothes, and you could have them go to school and hang out. Every episode. Well, not every episode. Sometimes they were able to kill it before it grew. Sometimes it was just a bazooka thing. I mean, also what you have to remember about the Power Rangers is they were dealing with, you know, established footage from another series and yeah, the fact that they yeah. were able to com- create a completely different show changed the gender of one of the main characters i mean it blows <laughs> my mind when i found out that was another show i just thought it was weirdly taped when i was nine years old i didn't yeah, understand that it was uh, a freaking japanese show from like decades ago I, you know yeah. i didn't i didn't know that
6: but one of my first shows uh, that i worked on in la we shot on the stage or allegedly this is what like the stage manager told me we shot on the stage that they shot all of the American side of, of the yeah. show. So like all the headquarters stuff, they probably built part of the school in there. Um, and then, and then he, I was like, Oh, what about the action stuff? And he's like, yeah, that, that was all from, uh, you know, a, a show that, the, that was imported in. It's like, oh wow. I I had I know, no idea crazy. as a fan. No, I no, had no I, idea. I think that's one of the yeah. things
0: that for, for me like the action sequences and stuff and I know that they were off, they were having to deal with that stuff. It just never I, I don't know. It it didn't it didn't hit me right. I didn't I didn't like how it was You presented. had a problem with how well
1: choreographed it was? I get that. Yeah.
0: I I, did, I didn't think it came off very well. I didn't yeah, think I, th- it, I didn't think it came off very well choreographed.
3: I, I think the amount of destruction that Angel Grove had done upon it with these (laughs) rangers battling their megazords never got addressed in the city uh is just absolutely ludicrous and absurd whereas the turtles fighting damage was ever done yeah no there was damage done you you can't have that that zillion pound megazord stomping around and and not causing damage a lot of times though it wasn't
1: in the city it was like out in the like wastes or like barren like i mean angel grove is in california And so it doesn't take that long in SoCal to like just get to the desert. And if you look at the background for a lot of the the Zord fighting, that's where it is. In fact, all of the dinosaurs come from a desert. That's where they, they rest when they're not in battle mode or whatever. And if you look at where the Rita Repulsa staff goes, it's just in the middle of nowhere. And so they're stopping the monster before it gets to the city. Which is kind of like what they were talking about, um, you know, like in the Avengers movie. It's like we got to cut them off at this point and the fight will just happen there. And that's not to say that buildings didn't get smashed. They actually talk about it and it was addressed in the comic books that you and I read, Mark. And uh, they talk about what a presence the Power Rangers have in the community. The Power Rangers help rebuild things, too. They're not going to show that in the series because that's boring for a kid to have to watch. It's like, oh, the Power Rangers are helping them rebuild a building. Yeah, that's going to be an exciting (laughs) 22 minutes.
5: Why oh, no, teach kids why is it... about responsibility? <laughs> that's that's why and Angel... accountability of our heroes. Well, actually, why isn't Rita putting the monster it? in the city? Like, why is it always outside the city? Well, she's not really. Well, I mean, what the hell is Angel Grove to her? She's trying to
1: conquer all of humanity. The important thing is she's sending the monsters <laughs> to kill the Power Rangers, and the Power Rangers go. The monsters are coming after us. Why don't we get away from where everybody else is? Which is what I kept asking Superman when I was watching Man of Steel if all the Kryptonians are attacking you, why don't you stay away from Metropolis and Smallville instead of having them punch it out in IHOP? The Power (laughs) Rangers were smarter and more responsible about it, and they're just a bunch of goofy teenagers. I'm going to give props to Zordon, since he's the real battle commander there and was probably telling them, you guys got to go out in the middle of nowhere so that, you know, she doesn't hurt anybody.
3: And his best solution is to recruit
1: young kids. Uh, Yeah, like the military. Exactly, yeah, because they're impressionable. (laughs) It's like what's more fanatical than a teenager?
0: As well, they're, they're, look, they're and and both teams are teenagers. Not to not to play devil's advocate, but <laughs> that's we are the funny the, thing. It's like the they actually are peers. Ninja turtles, and I mean, <laughs> it,
1: it would be weird to think that it's like yeah, they would all really get along if they but, met like in a but crossover. The mute,
3: but the teenage mutant ninja turtles were literally like bred into it in the sense that they grew up living in this turmoil, having to fight and save their blood and skin. And what go turmoil and try- they had a
1: sheltered life until all of that stuff was exposed. They were trained in ninjutsu. I'll give you that their training is lifelong, but the power Rangers, the power coins actually help you unlock abilities. What I like about the power Rangers is you have character progression. They could just rest on their laurel- laurels and go, you know, the power Ranger outfit is going to serve all the the fighting ability that I need. Billy does not know any martial arts at the beginning of the series. He learns self-defense from some of his buddies in the team who actually already were hobbyists in that. And he's constantly bettering himself, just like he's then bettering them when it comes to like the tech stuff and all those things, because Billy figures it out right away. That's his strength. He's the smart guy. I mean, he understands how Alpha works. He was able to work on the communicators. Uh, The only other person who I thought intelligence-wise held a candle to him was Trini. They were like the two real smart ones. And then the martial artists were Jason, Trini, and a little bit of Zach. Kimberly was just a gymnast. She had to learn martial arts from them. And Billy, like I said, had no martial arts training at all. And so all of that kind of comes and goes as the show's going on, which is really cool. And you see that in it. It's like you see where he was in the first fight against the putties. He's just dodging stuff and he's hiding and he's scared and other people have to come over to help him. But then like season two, season three, Billy's learned things. And he actually even attends some of Jason's martial arts classes at Ernie's Juice Bar it it is weird
3: it's weird because the ninja turtles never had to learn to get over being scared all of them were just ninjutsu masters that went after it's actually funny that
1: you should mention that because season four of teenage mutant ninja turtles leonardo has to deal with an entire episode about how he's scared uh and it was a it was a heights issue thing because of them growing up in the sewer and then he was able to overcome that which is funny because the power rangers did the exact same thing in the second episode with trini
3: Wow, that's weird. It, it took one episode for the Turtles to show a weakness, whereas you get an entire story arc for a main character of the, of okay. the uh, Power Rangers to come okay. over. Well,
0: I, I think it's
1: important. No, what, no actually, you get five different, uh, very unique sto- uh, story points with all of them. All of them have their own arcs, and they're all learning different Isn't things. It like, very is good point, this? that you need five characters to
3: compare to four Ninja Turtles. Plus yeah. a Casey Jones.
0: Jeff made an interesting point, though, because the, the, uh, I think what makes this topic so good in a lot of ways be, beyond just the the large fan bases is that they are analogous in some ways and how they're constructed, uh, you know, with, with Donatello and Billy sort of being, you know, comparative and everything like that. And, uh, you know, I, I would compare Jason and Leonardo and just even again, similar weapons. Yeah, absolutely. Lance and staff and the swords. But I want to I want to dive into the the TV shows we've we've done a little bit with with the Rangers, but you know the the animated series uh, of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is my favorite adaptation, whatever you want to call it for for them. You know they they've had movies, they've had the the rebooted series and stuff like that. But how I always think of the Turtles is that classic animated series, and I do think it is one of the best children's cartoons of all time, and I just. Uh, I just really think, you know, the intro w- is still I can hear the intro and it, it still gets me going. Just like, you know, uh, you know, X-Men, the animated series, sort of similar similar vibes uh, with that. I, I just I, I loved the animated series. Davis, can you expand
5: on that too, like a little bit about what you felt about it? The animated series. I You heard the song coming in just that first. Uh, I, <laughs> he, he wants to the, sing it. I do. <laughs> just sing it. dude. just sing uh, it. No, it's like the first sound by that when it's all coming down like the letters start coming in the all the lighting and it's just that first sound. It's not even a note almost. Um yeah. but you just know it drops. Uh it just amped you up for the show Dude, and... w-
0: when the singer says those turtle boys don't cut on no slack, I still it just it gets me going, man. Fuck, fuck the evil shredder when he attacks <laughs> <The> <laughs> turtle's gonna get you
5: <laughs> but the show just did so much i mean bringing in characters from you know other universes uh other they went in different timelines it, it's just you know it did go a lot all over the place and there were some weird weird characters but that's that's what the turtles were it, it kind of just put you in a whole different universe.
3: Yeah, Mark. Uh along those notes that you're mentioning about other characters and so forth, uh Stan Sakai's Yo Jimbo coming Absolutely. into the fold yeah. uh is pretty rad. I mean, I mean that's that's an awesome character and to have that folded into Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles while still being kept as an independent creator-owned entity for Stan Sakai is pretty rad. I mean, that's just goes into the entire uh, comic Origins with Mirage Studios uh, with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is is awesome. And, and I would say that lately, uh, after you know Ninja Turtles transitioned over to a lot of rights with Nickelodeon in 2009, they started uh, having a lot more cross-pollination, if you would, like the Ninja Turtle Batman animated feature that came out a couple of years ago was superb. And I know even recently we're talking about it here, but Ninja Turtles meets uh, Power Rangers, It actually happened in comic book form and the Ninja Turtle property just being, you know, anamorphic mutant turtles lends itself to be adaptable in all these different scenarios to cross paths with different uh, fictional characters. That is, I don't know, just it it opens itself up better than many other properties could. I feel like it it can exist in all these different mythos, especially as being street level um, heroes right? That they're never so big and, and world-dominating mainstream aside yeah. from fighting Krang and in the alternate dimension. But uh, I, I think it lends itself to that property, and that's one of the unique factors of the Turtles.
0: Well, one of the things from the 80s and 90s is how big ninjas were, you know, be it through G.I. Joe and other properties and other cartoon shows and everything like that. And so one of the cool things about the Ninja Turtles is they're literally ninjas, and they're fighting other ninjas. So uh, for for a large part, obviously they have a they have a wide cast of villains, but the Foot Clan and Shredder uh, taking on this good set of ninjas was just for for me as a kid, it was just in heaven. Kind of having that sort of dy- dynamic going on. Ninjas were cool, and so by extension, you have the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It was like this is this is perfect. Like this is what I'm all about right now. So that that really, I mean, whatever, they were
5: whatever reason never cared that nobody had guns, and like it wasn't like GI Joe, it wasn't. Um, so violent, even though they're using weapons, but they're you're not you weren't like seeing death a- ever either. I mean, they did have to make the Foot Clan robots at one point because of all that, but yeah, um, <laughs> but it, it was just a different sort of energy uh, from a cartoon show.
0: What about the Power Rangers TV show? What robots, what stands yeah. out? You know,
4: all these years later, Tim. What stands out all these years later? Uh, well, <laughs> I will say. When I uh, was trying to get back into the Power Rangers mindset for this show, um, I was surprised at how affected I was by the theme song like yeah. Go Go Power. Rangers. I was like, oh you know like I, I actually kind of like remembered that feeling that I had back then watching that show uh, and I was and I was surprised by that because it's the you know it's the power Rangers so uh I, I don't know man like yeah, like uh, uh, what stands out to me is that it's still going and that's amazing.
6: Johnny I to me I think I think what attracted me to it was that it was like you know live action like it was a departure from what I had been watching up to that point which was Ninja Turtles and and uh, you know all these animated series that showcase stuff like this like I think once once I got into the live action like it was kind of a wrap on the cartoons for me like I, I definitely don't go as deep on cartoon series as as a lot of you guys do um and yeah, I don't know. Like the, the the dramas that they were dealing with, the interpersonal relationships, the stuff that was happening like at school. Um, it all just added a lot of depth to these characters to me that made it that kind of raised the stakes when you would have these really intense episodes where, you know, the battles would be taking place and people would be like on the ropes. Some there was there were episodes where you legitimately thought characters just wouldn't make it out, you know.
0: Jeff, I know you, you've, you've demonstrated a lot of the lore already, which is something that as, as you know, I'm not the, the biggest, you know, diver into what made the Power Rangers tick, but it, it is fun sort of hearing your, your knowledge about it. But what about the show really stood out to you and, and maybe even even so to this day?
1: Well, I mean, part of the reason why we're talking about both of these properties is the similarities. And so it's like you guys were talking about how great ninjas were. And it's like, well, Power Rangers are just ninjas, too. It's just space ninjas. And it's like yeah. so you have ninjas, you have space, you have dinosaurs because of the robots. You have robots. You know, so it's a bunch of things that's like, you know, the formula just works for a kid's show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it- Like Tim had mentioned, I love the song. It's another song that kind of gets you pumped. I love the original Ninja Turtles song. I love the original Power Rangers song. And then depending on the Power Rangers property, the song would change. Uh, I think Zio talked about how their powers were greater now. Um, I forget what like Turbo does. I wasn't watching at that point. But the cool thing about the song is they would also use it in the show. So like whenever they had accomplished something greater, when like the battle was over um they would just start blasting the music again usually like when megazord like destroyed like the main monster or something like that then it would be like you know a couple of martial arts moves and him like you know front and front he's dabbing for the camera and it's like they would just play the <laughs> play the power rangers song and it's like so all of that really would pump me up um the thing that i'm most impressed with the power rangers is like what tim was talking about how it's still going and the fact that it's just consistent. Um, we were talking about the rosters changing. It's not that the roster just changes, but it's like it's a gradual thing. And they actually have episodes that address it. And like when Tommy finally left the group, and I didn't know this, I was doing some research while I was watching the or preparing for the show. They were talking about Tommy picked his successor to be the red turbo or red Zeo Ranger. It was like somebody they had met that he thought enabled, like, you know, like embodied those same like principles that you need to be the leader of a Power Ranger team. And then I was looking at uh, voting of like greatest Red Rangers and Tommy chose well because usually TJ ranks higher than Tommy as far as best Red Rangers. And it's like, so he chose a good successor. And then a lot of actors would like return at different times. Like my favorite character is Jason, the original Mighty Morphin Power Ranger or Red Ranger, uh, the original leader of the team. He came back um, and it was like a random chance that I actually watched that episode because it was still on Saturday mornings. And uh, the commercials for it would be like, uh, find out who the gold, uh, the gold Zeo Ranger is, Prince or Lord or something like that. But he was losing <laughs> the ability to like keep himself in one body. And so he had to like loan out his powers to continue to help the other Zeo Rangers. And so they asked, it's like, do you know somebody who like has you know strength of heart, has courage, has wisdom? And Tommy's like, I know just the guy. And it was Jason. He brought Jason back for the show for a little bit. And it's like, that stuff's like really cool. He also had a cameo apparently in one of the movies. I only saw the first movie. I never watched the Turbo the movie because I, <laughs> I was already past it at that point. But it's like, I love how, how much they do callbacks and characters transitioning and, you know, different ones interacting. And then I knew they did this in the comics because the comics are easy where you can bring all the teams together. They did it on the TV show also where um, I think it was the ones that kind of have like pirate symbols on their chest or whatever. They were going against like a very big force of, monsters or bad guys they brought back every power ranger team they're all standing together and then it's like obviously you can't bring back every actor but some actors that they could they would have those ones take off their helmet to talk to them so like jason david frank came back and he's rocking the green ranger outfit yeah it's like that is tommy oliver and it's just so weird to think every ranger team has to unite to go against like whatever this great evil force is and i love that
6: I'll build off what Jeff is saying real quick. Like I think there's something to be said about having persistent heroes in the in the turtles world, but I think what makes what makes this kind of a cool element about the Rangers is like there is a recruitment process, and it it's a it's an outlet for these kids that some of them might get into trouble otherwise, some of them might not have friends otherwise. It's a it's a unifying thing that brings them together. And together they 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 are a greater good. You know, they're a larger power and they can teach each other things and learn from each other. Um and and showing that human drama throughout the series is what's really what's really appealing about it. Um, in a way that is different than the turtles, and the turtles can't really offer that being, you know, I love the turtles, but it's just a completely different dynamic on that front.
1: Yeah, yeah there's no, a forgiveness it, factor too, because Tommy obviously was introduced as a villain, but it wasn't his fault. He was brainwashed. There was a spell, but he's also not the only Power Ranger who first faced them as an enemy and then ended up switching sides. And it's like, I, I, I love that dynamic too. You see that in comic books a lot. Um, th- I think, if anything, the Power Rangers really show an example of what maybe comic books should do character progression moving on starting new things that way we're not talking about uh retconning or characters being changed for the hell of it you know there's a new spider-man because spider-man is actually aged out and then that's just how comic books are i mean i know that they tried to do that with superman comics decades ago and (laughs) they they just said no the higher-ups were like you're not going to do that like because superman (laughs) like revealed himself to lois lane and then uh they go no uh Get rid of that. We're not doing that. We're doing the exact same thing that we've been doing, and we're going to continue to do the exact same thing for another, like, 25 years till he gets married.
0: Yeah. No, I, I think I think you bring a, a good point with that would be an option for comic books, and I'm glad you both brought up Tommy uh, because even though I was not an avid Ranger fan, there is a story arc from the Power Rangers that I feel like everyone in our age group remembers vividly, and that is the introduction of the Green Ranger. And I've, I've seen this meme popping up a, a lot lately, and it's before Thanos the Green Ranger almost took over the world with no army, just him and a flute. Kids these days wouldn't believe the amount of stress from watching evil Tommy give the Power Rangers the business for five straight episodes. And <laughs> I, I will admit to you, I was not a big Power Rangers fan, but like you with wanting to see the reveal, Jeff, I was like, what's going on with this Green Ranger? He's kind of cool. <laughs> like, I kind of want to see what's going on here. Yeah. And so Tommy and the Green Ranger story arc, uh, you know, as a, as a neophyte, a person that has knowledge about the power rangers i mean that has to be one of their top tier story arcs right definitely
1: yeah i think john and i are both huge fans of that story arc it, it it's left an impression on both of us I've, i where think one. Still... everyone because yeah. there are so many great things that happen in it like you said it's five episodes long and remember mm-hmm. power rangers is on every day of the week except for sunday so all of it is resolved in a week's time but it is epic i think it's the first time that i've ever seen anything like that i think it's the first time the power Rangers did something that actually carried over from other episodes. Uh, they would later on do that, like with two-parters and things like that, but this was uh, above and beyond. I mean, it's like watching a movie, basically. Um, what was great about it is, yeah, he's new kid on the block. Uh, he just moved to Angel Grove, also a very talented martial artist, so Jason's already feeling a little threatened. Kimberly already mm-hmm. has a crush. She has an interaction with him before he's kidnapped. Rita Repulsa sees his great martial arts ability and it's like I'm gonna kidnap this kid. I'm gonna brainwash him. I have one Power Ranger coin. I gotta make it count. And she did because the Green Ranger kicked the crap out <laughs> of them for episodes at a time. And it was it was the Green Ranger. It was teamed up with Goldar, her general, who mm-hmm. I who we love.
4: Um, Goldar is great. Goldar
1: is great. I'm always glad that he <laughs> never got killed because he was such a great character. I I think he got killed like towards the very end, but um, uh, it was the two of them, and it was Scorpina who was like hot as shit. Uh, so it was the three of them just kicking the shit out of the Power Rangers constantly. The best part shit. was the Power Rangers were in the Megazord fighting a large monster. It may have even been Goldar or something at the time. Because Tommy is technically a Power Ranger, he was able to walk <laughs> inside the Megazord. So they're all piloting it. The door behind them that I didn't even realize was a door opens up. He's there. He just starts punching the shit out of all five of them and throws them out of the Megazord. You see each one flying through the air. And they're like, what the fuck happened? Who is this guy? And then Zordon's like, oh shit, that sixth coin. He is the,
0: I think the coolest Power Ranger that has ever, that has ever been. Like I I just, I again was intrigued by that storyline and him being an evil power ranger it just it even to a non ranger fan really transcended uh what was what was going on at that and he's time got the i cool think cool
1: gold armor and, yes. and his dragon zord is more powerful than any of their individual zords it can hold its own against the megazord yeah he's a godzilla he just, he, robot I, it's and i think godzilla. i
6: think like the fact that they had like new story, new storylines like that. And, and like the, the episodes where like Jason is, is facing up against Goldar. And he's like, he spends like most of the episode, like on the ground in the fog, just like hiding from him. <laughs> like yeah, those, those episodes, I know it sounds no silly, but, yeah, but was. those, those episodes to me, it was like the first time that I saw that kind of progression in a series. Like it wasn't just like return to zero at the beginning of the next episode and like, see what adventure they go on then. And it, it also felt like if they can introduce a new character, they can take characters away. So like it, it makes you scared for what could happen to these characters because you're like, I don't know what's going to happen. Like, I'm not used to seeing new characters get introduced in any of these series. Not, not like main characters, you know what I mean? Yeah,
1: Jason gets kidnapped, so the Power Rangers are not only getting the crap kicked out of them by this other Power Ranger who's more powerful than them, they also (laughs) don't have their leader and toughest guy anymore, and yet Jason can't morph, he's in some dungeon in Rita's castle on the moon, and it's Goldar there swinging a sword, Goldar who could kill anybody, and he's fighting, and Jason's just hiding from him. And then just jumping out of the fog and kicking him here and then like running away again. It was amazing. And so they finally were able to locate him. like Billy, I think, did something on the computer and they were able to like teleport him back. I
0: I think one of my issues with the Power Rangers show was Rita Repulsa because she looked like she belonged more in Eureka's (laughs) castle than as the main villain of a TV series. She did look like Eureka. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Like she she just was not at all threatening or intimidating to me, you know, like. Uh, I, I would take Shredder over over Rita any day in terms of just a really badass villain. Goldar, I will admit to you, like at least looked cool, he, yeah. you know, but Rita repulsed me. I was like, really? Like her? That's why I think like the Tommy is like, OK, now you have my attention a little bit here uh, with that storyline. And then, you know, with, with the, the Ninja Turtles cartoon, you know, obviously anything uh, dealing with sort of like Splinter and Shredder's relationship. Uh, I I really love just uh, early on in the series when they introduced like Bebop and Rocksteady and just all that stuff, uh, just dealing with the, the, I think the first like maybe three or four seasons of uh, the Ninja Turtles were probably my favorite ones.
5: Yeah, no, Stockman coming in with the Mousers and all that. The Mousers were a much bigger part in the series than I remember when I was going back and uh, researching all this and looking back on it. Stockman was everywhere. I didn't realize how, I didn't remember how much he was actually in it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Maybe, maybe my all time favorite episode was the introduction of Casey Jones. That, that is definitely up yeah. there for me, too. That was, this is great. And I know you dressed as him, Davis, so you're a Casey Jones guy.
5: <laughs> so, Casey Jones say, was my boy.
3: <laughs> I would say one thing uh, that stands out if we're trying to talk, you know, Ninja Turtles versus Power Rangers is the use of Baxter Stockman and the kind of role he plays throughout the entire lore of it. He's very similar to Finster, uh, but way better. Finster sucks. That guy doesn't do anything <laughs> except mold some clay and give it over to Rita to lose every time.
1: Baxter, at least, is like a <laughs> genius. You know what I mean? Well, Formidable well, well- foe.
7: I think we can I, you know, what more no, and more Mark
1: b- makes a good point, Finster constantly lost, and Baxter Stockman won. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that's right, he lost all the time, too. And, and, and let's talk about the consistency thing again. Uh, Baxter Stockman, what race is he? Uh, what do they do with him? It all depends, like, they constantly change it, uh, depending on what medium or cartoon you're on and stuff. It's like they can't even stick. Who we 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 will, we will, can't we even will stick get like who the shredder is. We will we will get
0: more into sort of like the the battle of the, the villains and stuff in the, in the next segment, but I want to talk about now the video games uh, of of each uh, franchise and stuff like that. For me, it comes down to Turtles in Time, which is one of the best beat 'em up games of all time. It was great in the arcade, it was great for the Super Nintendo. Uh, I think probably everyone on this podcast at some point had some fun playing turtles in time. I just, I think that's just one of the all time great video games. I actually
1: prefer the original arcade game. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
6: And, and and that, that is one of the best video games of all time, I think. And, and it, it's, it saddens me that like the kids these days, like aren't going to grow up experiencing that. Um, That being said, yeah you know, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers also had a beat up game in that era, and they chose the Superior console to launch it on, the Sega
1: Genesis.
0: Oh, yeah, um, I, don't, I don't know if I can agree with your assessment there, John. I mean, no,
1: the, the Power Rangers, of course, was <laughs> epic, and so it was on every system, but it was one of the times where Sega Genesis and Game Gear just churned out the better product. It's like, I was looking at a compare and contrast, and it's like, it really is not even a contest. Uh, Nintendo was using the same sprite and just th- a different color, Everybody was just the uh, the Red Ranger in uh, the Super <laughs> Nintendo one, Game Boy. They even had one on the Game Boy, which was complete and utter crap. Uh, the Sega Genesis <laughs> one was good, and the Game Gear one was like really good. And it's like game Gear, great, game
0: Gear was a Game Gear was a great handheld. Held it just took all the batteries in the world to keep it running, but it was a it was a great. You got to get game that Gear battery Power
6: pack. And just was great. plug it in the wall, man.
5: The original Ninja Turtles game on uh, Nintendo, the, the NES. Well, that was-
6: <laughs> That was a great game. Pretty much that's a good game.
5: Impossible as well. Yeah, uh, dude, so hard. Just unbelievably hard for the audience that was going for that game. That, that's uh, like too I, many Nintendo games. Unfortunately, it's just
1: an era. You know, it's like I I wish kids had to deal with that when it came to gaming too. It's just yeah, me too. Games that were complete shit and there's no you don't way to save. It. Yeah, and <laughs> you there's get a limited, yeah, limited there's lives. There's no saving. Yeah, and uh, and there was no <laughs> way to look up what to do or anything like that.
6: Yeah, yeah, you had to you had to hope you had a friend that was like better than you that, yeah, that or, had beat it. Yeah, someone
1: with an older brother that can beat it for you. Yep.
0: Are there <laughs> there any other Power Rangers games that stand out? Because I mean, you know, for me, like I said, the original Turtles arcade game and Turtles in Time are just indelibly etched to me. But are there any other uh, Rangers game that we want to give some love before we move on to the movies of both these I- franchise?
6: Yeah. 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 I know. I know they released, um, they released, uh, a fighting game, uh, I think like a year ago, maybe a year and a half ago, um, Power Rangers battle for the grid. And that has been, has been really good. Um, apparently Seglia says that the, the net code is really good on it, which is a rare thing in fighting games. So, um, yeah that that's a and also just kind of a cool genre for a power rangers game you know if you're yeah. gonna move them like outside of the beat 'em up genre i think doing a fighting game totally makes sense
0: all right let, let's talk movies because the you know the power rangers movie was a big deal when it came out the teenage mutant ninja turtles movies and their subsequent sequels were a, a really big deal uh Still. mark We'll we'll start with you. What did you think of the the turtles movies the the original lineup before we get into the reboot and all that jazz? Uh,
3: love the first two. Do not recall much of the third turtles in time. Uh, but it's still actually just a called much...
1: Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles three. It is sure not called turtles still in a time.
3: much better representation of samurai than Power Rangers ever did. <laughs> uh, but the <laughs> first ninja. two movies were really good. I will say. Um, I mean. Vanilla Ice in uh, Secret of the Ooze go is ninja, go probably ninja, go. like Hollywood gold to this day. Cemented that dude in our culture. Um, uh, the ninja the whole, rap was great. Yeah, ninja rap. The whole Raphael shtick uh, through him being the loner in the streets and Casey Jones absolutely amazing
0: one of my favorite things that jeff does is uh the impersonation of raf when he gets upset with leo is it's would you be so kind jeff is <laughs> to, to do it for us now
1: <laughs> Oh, right i'm trying to remember uh like uh feed me a line or something like that it's just
0: it's like the uh, like, uh, talking about like splinter being alive it's like i know and no and, oh,
1: well, no that that's not when they're fighting anymore i know. I love that's one of my favorite lines since like um because uh, Leonardo had just done the meditation and actually had mind linked with Splinter it just shows that Leonardo is better than the other ninja turtles and then goes to <laughs> them and he's standing there and it's like Splinter's alive it's like I know Leo we all think he's alive it's like I don't think I know and then there's just them training and everything like that is epic I but, just um, remember you doing rap oh, go yeah okay, them fighting the, it's like okay Leo yeah you're the leader it, it, because Even though they all grew up together, Raphael is from Brooklyn for some reason, but none of the others are. (laughs) (laughs) No, anytime the two of them fought, I love um, when they're living in April's apartment in the beginning of the second one, and Leonardo and Raphael are being punished, and so they have to do backflips in her apartment, like Splinter sentences them to like 20 backflips. It's just (laughs) the two of them walking slowly across the living room, doing a backflip, counting, (laughs) because they got into some argument.
6: Yeah. Dude, I don't think yeah. we've recognized how amazing Splinter is
3: as a sensei and
6: yes. as a character in in that series as well. Like I, I really feel like he makes the series.
3: He's definitely I love much Splinter. better than Stick ever was, for sure.
0: I I, think... I like Splinter a lot. I I think I think you're absolutely <laughs> right, on the John.
1: Netflix series, Mark.
0: He he's an amazing sensei in both the live action and the animated series. He's just he's a phenomenal character. And yes. he's he's like uh, very much so their Yoda, but you get him for a longer period of time and you, and you get to know him a lot more than you get to know Yoda or Obi-Wan, which is why I say in the animated series or the movie, anything, any of the dynamic or the backstory you get between him and Shredder is always just great. And the fact yeah. that, you know, w- one of the things about the Turtles that I really love is that they are brothers and Splinter is their surrogate father. And so they, they yeah. really are this. Family. Family. So so you get that dynamic very strong, like their bonds are so strong. They fight like, you know, Raph and Leo do like we do here sometimes, Uh, but they are call that a family. (laughs) 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 But yeah, no, you're you're absolutely right. Splinter Splinter is one of the greatest characters uh, in in the whole series. And, you know, just one of my favorite characters in fiction in general. He's a great uh, a great spiritual leader, a great mentor figure for, you know, any any property i I really really love splinter um but yeah i I myself you know the the movies were a big deal when they came out in theaters they were a big deal when you would get them on vhs and you could you know continue to watch them and have uh ninja turtle parties and stuff like that davis how did you feel about the movies
5: the movies i i will say the original i could still watch today and i don't feel like it's too dated you know yes some of the costumes are a little bit but they actually did a really good job on the physical aspect of it and it was it was dark too for a kids movie like some of those scenes on the farm with you know Leonardo just like watching over Raph, and just there's all there's a lot more to it than just the kids movie and there was there were some fun jokes and you know all the fight scenes were could be a little bit goofy here and there but it wasn't it just held a little bit higher place than the other turtles movies or so I, you know, as a kid, I loved secret of the use, but yeah, now later on, I, I hold the first one in such high esteem that um, that will forever be my favorite. And I try to forget the third one. <laughs> so. I
0: think the original turtle costumes, I like those better than the, than what we got, you know, more recently. I, oh, I just yeah. do. And, and, It could be nostalgia talking, but I just, those were the turtles to me, at least, you know, more, more accurately. Uh, What went wrong with the, the rebooted series? Because it wasn't all bad. I thought they nailed the personalities of each turtle really well, especially Michelangelo, who was it was definitely a star turn for him. Uh, I know Jeff is partial to the hat scene with Will Arnett. We had Megan Fox as April, uh, there was a lot, you know, in you know whether you like Michael Bay or not, there was a lot going on for them to be successful. The second one was absolutely awful. I thought the first one was okay. But Jeff, what did you think about the rebooted series? And you can feel free to touch on the originals because I know you're a fan of both properties.
1: Yeah, I mean, with the originals, I, I think I echo exactly what Davis said. We have the exact same opinions on the films. The first one, you could watch it tonight. It's totally fine. It ages the best. The second one is good. I definitely liked it more when I was a kid. My biggest problem with it was just that they didn't use Bebop and Rocksteady, but apparently Eastman and yep. Laird specifically told them not to use those characters. I don't know why. So it's like that always kind of took me out of it a little bit. And um, I was kind of bummed that it wasn't a better Shredder fight in the second one, where in the first one, I thought we had an amazing Shredder fight. Not only was he able to fight every single one of the Turtles, but then it was Splinter who took him out because the Turtles aren't ready yet. And it's like, and yeah. I know in the comics, Shredder's taken out very quickly, and, and Leonardo just... Beheads him, and that's the end of it. But <laughs> I mean, I team. do like yeah. that. For the most part, Shredder is an ongoing character and villain that they have to deal with in the cartoons and and the the film franchises. Uh, as far as the new ones go, I think I on the BDNS was the biggest defender of that first one that came out like 2014, something like that. Um, I thought it was promising. Oddly enough, the only character who I thought they didn't nail from the the good side was Leonardo. Yep, I thought he was kind of you know not a poor performance by Johnny Knoxville. Yeah. He was kind of bland. And I, I feel it's the kind of thing that the leader of the group sometimes falls into with a script that it's like, we're just going to have him drive the story when it comes to, you know, guiding them in different ways. But um, I thought Michelangelo was nailed. Well, uh, Raphael, I thought they did a good job with uh, Donatello. Was he like maybe a little too puny looking? I don't know. I did like the idea of him incorporating the tech on his shell and doing different things like that. I thought all of that was pretty interesting. The character design, I prefer my turtles being a little bit smaller, but I didn't think it was the end of the world that they made them the way they did. Um, I thought all of them interacting together was awesome. Megan Fox's April O'Neil, it wasn't great, but it wasn't bad. So I didn't think she took away from the movie. Will Arnett, I thought was funny and was kind of like a cool character. Was, he was like Norman or whatever, or whatever that guy's name was. Like, he yeah. was. like He was cameraman in the movie, but it's like the reporter on the cartoon. And then... um uh obviously they completely screwed up the villains though in the first one
7: yeah
1: uh and then the second one i had such high hopes with the commercials and everything that they're saying it's like they're incorporating casey jones it's Stephen amell who at the time was beloved we loved and (laughs) an ally of the best damn nerd show yeah um and then they were gonna have bebop and rocksteady and i loved it because it was them facing them off in like some cargo plane or something like that and uh Michelangelo makes some remark about like, it's like, Oh, the Mohawk look, you're bringing it back. And then b like, Oh, you guys, you guys tell jokes now. And then the two of them just charging in. And there's this part where like they grab Raph and Raph is just like punching down on their back as they're like slamming him against a wall. And like visually, I thought that was great. And that's exactly how the turtles should have fought him. But my God, that movie was just a big clusterfuck. And it's like, I know they were trying to fix some of the mistakes from the first one. They made shredder, a Asian. And they made him, like, have a bigger presence. Like, it, they just screwed up so much. It's just, it, it's more heartbreaking than anything. Especially when, and I always say this with movie series, you only have so much time. It's a very small window. And it's like, if you screw it up, we got to wait a certain amount of years until yep. the studio tries it again. Or another studio gets the rights. And it's like, ah, damn it, guys. It, it, like, you robbed some kids of, like, a good Ninja Turtle movie. That's like, always- at least we got good ones.
0: That's where I always come in, you know, maybe where John gets the lawful evil uh, ideals from is that I, I worry about that stuff that when you get a bad adaptation, that's what a generation of kids is going to grow up thinking the Ninja Turtles are. And that's why I always like think that any reboot or any sort of taking a, a, a property uh, should be treated with a certain amount of care and respect. And that, that's why I, I worry about that stuff.
6: I mean, look, the counter-argument to that is that there was a great uh, Ninja Turtles show on Nickelodeon airing at the same time that ran for several seasons. Definitely captured the spirit of the show. Had a new take in in terms of animation style, but the characters still felt the same. Um, I've been really enjoying watching that with Mason actually recently. Um, Like, forcing him to watch it, essentially. Davis, Mason is John's son. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But I, I... James, this is, and, and you know, this is definitely a larger topic to debate <laughs> at length, but I really don't, I don't think that that's a, that's a rational fear that you should hang on to. It's not fear. It's, it's just, I think uh... it's, it's one of those things where if, if it's, if there's a six year old, you know, born in 2008 and that Michael Bay movie comes out and he's like, um, I don't like it. This sucks. I don't think that kid was going to go back and watch a, a, uh, animated series from, you know, 1985
1: either.
0: I think they might. (laughs) I would make them.
1: (laughs) Dude, I'll I'll be honest. As a Turtles fan, I think the one from the early 2000s is actually the better cartoon series. Interesting. I think it's more like the comic books. It's a little more mature, but still very much a child show. And um, yeah, it's just really awesome. And if you want to talk about Splinter being cool, they do like this interdimensional tournament. I forget which uh, season it is. And Hamato Yoshi... Had one one generation. It's like once a generation or something. Splinter had then won, and so all the turtles entered. And uh, uh, I-, I won't tell you who wins, but I mean, it I was think, really cool that did. it just. Goes I remember
0: from, you told me before. I told you yeah. before. <laughs> yeah, but I, I mean, like I, who.
1: That's another thing. What I liked about that cartoon is it wasn't the same turtle always stealing the glory. Everybody had their time to shine. It was really yeah. badass, and and everybody accounted for themselves really well. So.
0: All right. What about the Power Rangers movie? What, what did you what did you all think about it when you were kids does it hold up Johnny
6: I I'll be completely honest with you I don't recall a lot from the Power Rangers movie I was more <laughs> I was more uh, I, I was more a fan of the TV show and how that progressed but um yeah I'm sure it was great if I could remember it <laughs>
0: <laughs> well that's I, where we dude, got the I, white Ranger it, this right is,
6: this is it's actually funny like I'm I'm through this podcast I'm realizing this about myself like I at that time, for whatever reason I was more attracted to live action stuff and and so and so like for me the Power Rangers show that was it and then the the turtles movies uh at that time were it like the turtles movies to me were significantly better than the animated series um and that that's what I always held near and dear to my heart as as being the turtles so um yeah I don't know forgettable I guess <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure Jeff has a lot to say about it though
3: Hey, am I next? Ivan ooze.
0: Jeff or Tim, go ahead.
4: Uh, talk, talk. Uh, Rangers movie. Oh, I'll, um, I'll, I'll I'll be brief. I'll be brief, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, I'll be long-winded. I can pretty much echo John's response and say <laughs> that I, I don't think I saw the movie, and if I did, don't remember anything about it. Uh and as far as the the turtle live action movie though, I did. I don't know if it was the first or second one. The one that you guys were talking about though, where he's like. Uh, he like knows that the rat is alive and he's like, Oh, I like that movie was like, I watched the movie like 10 times when I was a kid. Yeah. It's so fucking good. Yeah. But, um, yeah, like even Power Tim watched it.
0: Shredder's arm comes shooting out of
6: the dude. ground. Oh, So yeah. good. Oh, my dude. God. Yeah.
4: Crazy.
0: Shredder is a great villain. But, uh, Jeff, what about the Power Rangers movie? Does it, does it hold up or, or was it just sort of a way, a vehicle to get to the white ranger?
1: Well, I, no, the White Ranger already existed on the oh, show. Oh, did he? Oh,
0: okay. Yeah. For whatever. I just remember. No, they, I they just,
1: all received new Zords in the movie. They res- Okay. Because um, uh, Ivan Ooze or whatever like destroyed their... It wasn't even the dinosaurs at that point. It was like whatever the next generation right. was. Yeah, um, wouldn't you rather drive a frog than a mammoth? <laughs> Shut up, Mark. <laughs> well said. God. It's funny that you should mention that, though. They had that joke in the movie where Adam, who was then the Black Ranger, uh, was... Uh, talking about, it's like, I'm a frog, but it, it had to do with, um I think it had something to do with like bravery or whatever. I, I forget exactly. I haven't seen the movie in forever because it is a, a kid's film. My problem with the Power Rangers movie was I was a big Jason fan. and I was a big Zach fan. And they were both off the series at that point. Yeah, And you had Rocky and you had Adam as the red and black Ranger respectively. And both of those characters were cool, but they weren't the original red and black Ranger. And it's like, and then Trini and Aisha, it's like, I, I would have rather had Trini there too. So it kind of bummed me out that they didn't get to experience the movie with everybody else. Uh, I thought the ninja outfits were cool. Ivan Ooze, um, I I didn't really care one way or the other. I'll say this, though. It's better than just doing the same thing that you're doing on the show. They had Rita and Lord Zed in the movie, but then they introduced somebody else where it's like, you're not just watching the television series in the movie theater. So it's like, okay, we'll give you like a new thing there. And then also he was the closest to like destroying Zordon at that point. I mean, there would be times where Zordon would be kind of, effed over later on in the series but um and then kind of like who's ever come back no he was just uh in the movie I think and, and then and like um I thought the fighting was really good and they had choreography I was watching some of the clips today and it's like all of that was still awesome and then I forget her name but the one who like gave them their new coins or whatever Jesus Christ as a kid I remember <laughs> that she was just like fucking human sex Dulcie or whatever <laughs> Jesus she was so hot <laughs> <laughs> she was so fucking hot and then so of course they had to like redo the entire series on the show it's like we're not gonna have this like half naked chick walking around on saturday mornings yeah. so that's when they introduced ninja who was like this like super tough ninja master who had like created the power coins so they like redid that whole part of the story uh from the movie on the tv show but they oh, still bummer. sometimes reference the movie it was weird but um it was kind of cool how they did that but i mean if we're gonna compare movies the ninja turtles first movie is superior to the first power rangers movie definitely what i would say is the power rangers movies though are still pretty consistent on par with the quality of the show so i mean you have that what what about the
0: the like the 2017 power rangers movie i didn't see it so and uh, i, I the know
3: you have some
1: kids one yeah what what, what it's, was the it's not so there? much
3: trouble teens
7: Ooh.
1: well they're not all trouble <laughs> teens and it's kind of like what john was saying that it's like maybe these kids if they were left to their own devices because of the way you know like society or life is they would kind of go down the wrong path but if you have somebody who believes in them and sets them on the right path and kind of lets them know that they're believed in they're able to accomplish great things the movie I mean, that,
6: that that was always the appeal of like martial arts as a kid was yeah. like you it's know, about
1: it, learning it, discipline yeah
6: yeah yeah and then the turtles don't really have that same call to martial arts like oh, splinter were... taught
0: them to be ninja teens Says it in the song. Yeah,
6: yeah he, they they were raised that way, though. It wasn't like they it wasn't like they turned to it as an outlet. The backflip
0: them... scene, John. The backflip scene. Yeah. They had discipline. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come on. Um. Yeah, the movie though, it's it's unfortunate because uh, it could have been great. I was really, I I wouldn't say that I was really excited because it looked it looked kind of janky. I was it nervous dicey. About yeah. So I ended up seeing it like uh, I had like a day off or whatever. So I went to like the early show so I could didn't have to pay full price. I pulled a Mark directs and um, I saw it, by I saw it by myself and like the entire theater was almost empty. Uh, one good thing is the the actor who plays Jason is the guy who played Billy from stranger things. And so oh, he's cool. cool. And, yeah. um, and then the actress who played Kimberly is the actress who played Jasmine in the live action Aladdin film. So, I mean, it's like the two of them were in it and that's kind of cool. And then um, what's his name? Brian Cranston, who has ties to the power Rangers.
0: That's right. I series, forgot. Played yeah.
1: Zordon. I so forgot like a, he was Zordon. Yeah, he was Zordon. And what they did was they changed the story up where it shows Zordon back when he used to actually, you know, fight evil like thousands of years ago. And they made it where he was just the Red Ranger. And there was a whole other Power Rangers team. And the Green Ranger, who was Rita Repulsa in this movie, betrayed the rest of them. And then it turns out that she was going after the Zeo Force, which is something that obviously happens in the series too. You get the Power Ranger Zeo. It's more powerful than the Power Coins. She was going to try to just take it all for herself. Mm. And so she ended up killing all the other rangers except for the Red Ranger Zordon. And the two of them crash on this planet Earth, which obviously they're not from. And he was able to imprison her, but she like kind of crippled and imprisoned him as well. But he still like possessed the uh, the power coins and he had Alpha to sort of be like his body on the planet. And then when she finally escaped, uh, I think because of some sort of like construction thing, uh, he was able to recruit some teens that like, uh, they had like the right, Not makeup, but like the right um, like mentalities or whatever to represent the different Rangers. And the whole movie is just about them learning to fight as a team. I don't have that big of a problem with how they portrayed any of the characters. It's not the show, though. It is definitely a reimagining. They did some race swapping uh, and they did a little bit of personality swapping. All of that was fine. They were kind of doing like almost a romance thing with Jason and Kimberly, which makes me think if they did the second movie where there would have been a Tommy. There would have been some sort of, like, love triangle thing. Which, eh, that's fine. I don't really care one way or the other about that. I kind of like that the Power Rangers don't really date each other all that much. You kind of just have, like, one steady relationship and everybody else is just friends. But whatever they want to do for the drama. There's not, like, a lot of emotional impact in it, except for, like, the very end. It gets, like, super heavy where they're in the Megazord together and they're fighting Goldar, which is complete shit, by the way. He's not nearly as cool (laughs) as Goldar in the show. It's just Rita Repulsa collects a lot of gold and puts together this gold golem and that's Goldar cuz no. yeah it's just like melted it's molten gold John and like Ugh. so he's a giant oh and he's God. tearing up Angel Grove and so they're that's fighting terrible. yeah and so they're fighting him in the Zords and then they are the Megazord and they're basically being crushed to death and they're going to die but they're di- like but they're holding Goldar in a way where he'll also be defeated and so the Power Rangers all like made peace with it it's like you know we're, we're struggling and we're dying together but we're doing it as a team and we're gonna save angel grove i was like it's like really heavy and sad and it's like it's awesome except for you had like two hours where i don't you you didn't build up to this i don't yeah. i don't give a shit <laughs> That's like About suicide. This, right. squad. If I wasn't a fan of the show and already had an attitude towards all of these characters, I would not. I would not be like, emotionally invested at all. It like, was a really unearned, sucks. a really unearned emotional moment, like in Suicide yeah. Squad when they try and do the "we're family" bit. It's like, no, you're yeah, not. Exactly. <laughs> it's like it would have been great. They could have kept that part exactly as that if the rest of the movie was better. They also did a stupid thing where you can't just morph into a power ranger like you have to get like your mindset the right way and so there's a lot of training with that so it's a lot of them not in their suits until the final fight it's like well kiss my ass man i don't give a shit about i want to see power rangers <laughs> uh, yeah. they, they gave me power yeah, like, rangers you... immediately on the tv show that's what you guys gotta do i mean I was it's gonna a, say like, you gotta hit it you see, man
6: you see Goldar yeah. like lizard lizard humanoid alien thing in giant gold armor like swinging and and talking yeah, shit to take them that yeah yeah how do you take that away and make it about like meditation and yeah it was you know practicing martial arts like we need to see we need to see explosions and like punches that have sparks and people doing backflips as they get knocked away we need to see that right away yeah it was so throughout the entire thing
1: and then um oh and then i was gonna say and they made like billy can't just be a nerd they had to make him like an autistic nerd and they did it like how hollywood does autism so it's incredibly cartoonish and over the top and stereotypical. And it's like, I don't know, maybe I'm more hypersensitive towards that stuff now because of my career, but it's like, that's not an autistic. What do you, this is a mockery and it's borderline offensive. So, like, please stop. Yeah. <laughs> well I why did they do that i i don't know i i thought they Bad i, I think they probably thought it would like add something to his character but it's just like this is so dumb and it's like painful to watch stop do you,
5: do you think that they didn't know what goldar was so they just dude it's such a like, lost that, that, in translation it. thing
1: it reminds me of um that like uh japanese sex hotel that we read about with the batman room and it's like and you could have a Catwoman. And it wasn't Catwoman. It was a woman dressed as a cat. And it's like, that's what they did with Goldar. It's like Goldar you is it. He's made out of gold, I assume. It's like, no, that's not Goldar. All right, we, we got to take another break here. So we're going
0: to come back on the other side. We're going we're gonna to talk about who would win in a fight, which property overall do we just think is better, and more on the other side on the Best Damn Nerd Show. Nerdosphere, it's the microphone alchemist Bimbo Jimbo here, and we want you to be in on the conversation with us. So sound off to us in our Discord, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, all at the BDNS. And you know, maybe you actually like the Star Wars prequels and sequels. Maybe you think the MCU should be a comedy open mic night on the big screen. Whatever you think, we love to feature the hottest takes from our fans on the show. So remember... If you're a nerd, always say it loud and say it
4: proud. What up, nerds? Loremaster Tim here. We're excited to be delivering your weekly fix of nerd culture, but it's not enough. We need your life force to sustain us. So use those hot little hands to subscribe, rate, and review us on Spotify, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, or however you take your medicine. One of our favorite pastimes on the BDNS is reading fan mail on air. So sing us a song of hatred or love and you may just hear your beautiful words being featured on an episode. That's why it's important, nay essential to rate and review us. Until then, as always nerds, say it loud, say it proud. Hi, I'm Mark
3: Truex, and you may know me as the CSO of Star Labs from the Best Damn Nerd Show. And I'd like to invite you to join me and the Imperial Commissar Jeff Budd on another podcast of ours, The Ultra Monthly Podcast, a retrospective and monthly show where we dive deep into the Ultraverse, the 1990s superhero comic book universe from Malibu Comics. And we believe it's prime time. The Ultraverse got the love it always deserved. Are you an Ultraforce fan? We are too. You missed the glory of the 90s comic book boom? So do we. And are you obsessed with these ultras? Damn right we are. And you can join us monthly as we geek out over classic characters like Prime, Mantra, Rune, and the Nightman. So jump on now to the Ultra Monthly Podcast and subscribe today on Spotify, iTunes, and everywhere podcasts are found. Hey guys, it's the loquacious anime and manga lover Jammers here. Now I have watched a lot of anime and I've read an abundance of manga. So you would think that I have a pretty interesting opinion on the culture. From classics like Golden Boy and Ghost in the Shell, to masterpieces such as Psycho Pass and Ganst. Come and join me as I talk about the world of anime and manga which has had a
4: huge impact on my life. And who knows, whatever I talk about and recommend to you guys could become one of your favourite series.
0: Ammo with Jammers and welcome back to the Best Damn Nerd Show as we are talking Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles versus the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. And it has been uh, a spirited, lively discussion so far. I, I I sort of envisioned more that we would just play the hits last segment, but, you know, the infighting and the sniping uh, permeated over there. But this segment, I uh, really want to dive in here on who would win in a fight, which was sort of the original dynamic built around uh, that was not this, my idea.
1: That was not ep- my idea.
0: This episode <laughs> was t- that not? The Turtles
1: would obviously lose. No, the debate okay, was so... just which property was better. No, yeah, it's, that's how what, could that's
0: the a... Ninja Turtles win? that was originally what I thought you were going for too and then I so I think there's been some miscommunication in the discord because when uh, again pulling back the curtain when I saw the outline Tim you went into heavy detail about like just li- a literal fight like I thought we'd be debating <laughs> movies versus video games and like well, which series was better and I'm looking it's like armor would it hold like would their little well, cutie shells hold dude, up
4: I was like analyzing their, like, their their, their body fat, yeah, yeah. Those <laughs> things all play a role. And once I got into making the outline, I was like, "Oh, the turtles are just fucked." And so it was impossible <laughs> not to make it biased because, like, yeah. I mean, it's a joke. It, like, I actually thought that, like, the ma- it's just like a joke matchup. So now you I know I if the turtles the don't now. need
5: pizza every day, have you have
4: you done that science? Um, dude, they're just they're just turtles, though. Like, I can break a turtle shell with a hammer or on like the, a car. Well, their meat turtles you show they eat slop.
6: They eat slop yeah. every day until they just till they go to the above surface world and eat pizza for the first time. And then they have like a like a zing kind of reaction like out of body like, experience. Yes. And then that's all they want to eat from that point on.
0: OK, good. Well, because in, in my Ninja Turtles, they should eat pizza every day. I don't care about yeah. the dietary impact of, of, of that. Well, in the uh,
1: comics, they eat Chinese takeout. They don't eat pizza.
0: Yeah, well, I'm not a big I'm not a big uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles comics guy. I like uh, I like canon. I, like, I I know you're a servant to it, Jeff. But like I said, I don't know how much of a fan of the comic books I would be. Uh, I like my my fun-loving too mature for you. You Ninja Turtles. Yeah, stuff. which yeah, which you know I pick and choose when things should be serious, and when things should be silly. So yeah, Ninja it. Turtles should
4: be As silly. He's giggling like a little god. With this, all right.
0: <laughs> no, go ahead. Too. <laughs>
6: see, yeah, if, dude, if you're dude. talking about who'd win in a fight, the biggest challenge I see for the turtles is just lack of hierarchy, lack of structure. Granted, they have Splinter at, at their helm. You know, I've I've met adult people who still to this day think
1: that Raph was the leader of the turtles.
7: That's oh, insane. My. Those are well, dumb, dumb the... people.
1: Well, I mean, guys, I don't know. The original movie soundtrack actually listed Raphael as the leader of the Ninja Turtles. Did they really? The song talks about Raphael leading the Ninja Turtles. Which Way is pay which, attention to the first film that y'all love so much. Which, which to oh me God, is God, I blocked that out. To that's me a weak point
6: because he's the least fit in the entire group to be leader.
4: Honestly, yeah, yeah. I know. I'd yeah. follow Mikey first.
7: Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, and
4: honestly, as far as their teacher goes, too, like uh, a rat that size in New York City isn't even that unique. There's like a dime a dozen. So, like, if something happens to him, like just go to the next fucking drainage ditch, you know. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I love the video that went viral a few years ago of that rat in New York City that was carrying a slice of pizza down the subway. because <laughs> yeah. so, everybody exactly knew where that fucking rat was going and what he was taking, who he was taking it to. It's like oh, it's fucking Splinter. <laughs> no, it's, I think I think Splinter is a much better sort of trainer than than uh, Zor- disembodied head Zordon was. I mean, you know, Splinter was a great mentor. Sensei. he raised them to be ninjas. He gave them you know their their martial arts abilities. Like in terms of discipline and cohesion uh i think the the turtles got the training from birth you know the- i think
6: i think in terms of discipline yes he best he bestowed upon them a certain knowledge of martial arts and kind of forced them to grow up in this lifestyle where they could defend themselves in this way how they use it you know is pretty impressive in the long term but I think I think Zordon and the Power Rangers are, are a different relationship. As Jeff alluded to earlier, each of them brought their own specialty to the group, and they could all kind of teach each other and grow with each other. And he was more just a facilitator than like a teacher or... Um, you know, kind of overseer. But
0: again, from birth, the turtles were raised to be ninjas. And, you know, Donatello, you know, did the machines. So he brought all the tech aspect, even though he just used a stick to fight with. He you know, he had his inventions <laughs> and everything like that. Yeah. Uh, so they each brought their own thing to the table as well, while also being brothers, actual right. family raised from birth to be ninja killing machines. As the song says, they're the world's most fiercest fighting team. So and how
4: can they fucking lose so much? They don't. I feel like they get their asses kicked a lot, man. Like in that movie, look at any Power Rangers TV movie. show clip again. It's Somebody like spark- should tell
1: them that we're the good guys. <laughs> it's
0: it's it's a sparky explosion and like a barrel roll flip done by the Red Ranger, and they're like lying on the ground, like John was talking about, like in a fog, afraid of Goldar and shit like yeah. that.
1: Uh, because he's a sixteen-year-old kid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, hey, they're ninja teens. Where Goldar <laughs> was the conqueror too. of worlds. Yeah, they're facing no, Shredder and the martial Foot Clan. I mean,
1: Is a sixteen-year-old human boy a ninja? No, well, I mean, California.
0: Well, we're talking about. I mean, dude, (laughs) it's just one half dozen of another. With the the Ninja Turtles, they're they're all just like as
1: best he's like Johnny Cage. You know, (laughs) it's two groups of
0: ninja teens.
3: Jeff, you're saying that the Power Rangers have no reason to actually be heroes
1: in this context. What are you talking about? They are heroic. Where, how fair, did I? No. no, all right. What are you inferring here, Mark? I don't understand what I said implied that. Mm. No, please uh, make just your Power point.
3: Power Rangers are far inferior. Um, there's no other argument other than that. It's pretty just black and white wow you really brought someone say green point. i appreciate that mark.
0: <laughs> good thought mark I'm, I'm, I, I concur with with mr I, truex stuck to I, his think, point. I think
6: i think you can make an argument that like being raised from birth to be a ninja like killing machine does make you an effective killer but that's only one way of coming to to the martial arts and i think the fact that the power rangers have like technology and like Heavy weaponry on their side also makes it a really, really difficult. Donatello
0: like, brought the technology. Fight. Granted, it was non-lethal, and a lot of it was flinging pizzas or or uh, <laughs> or manhole tops at people. You know, the yeah. the, the, the sewer lids, but uh, you know, those things will those will fuck you up. The power you know? hit heavy. so
6: hard that that sparks come off
4: of your body, and you flip
0: through <laughs> <laughs> no, very, very so. comically. <laughs>
7: I feel
4: like the turtles. The turtles also have like the public against them because imagine like. You're getting mugged and it's like traumatic and the guy's got a gun or a knife on you or whatever and you're like can your possessions over and suddenly out of nowhere these gigantic turtles come swooping <laughs> down yeah and they attack like so they're going to save you from the mugging but who's going to save you from the ptsd that's going to be induced from being
5: saved by the turtles like this is turtle this,
4: insurance going <laughs> to fucking cover that i don't think so this was yeah, tim's you know? childhood
5: and why he didn't like the turtles growing up is because he had nightmares all the time from these giant turtles coming Dude, after they're fucking tim they're scared to san francisco tim, tim and terrible... with shaved
1: heads who yeah. paint tim, themselves green
0: <laughs> tim moved to san francisco and lived in complete
4: fear that the turtles were gonna <laughs> pop out on like market street <laughs> yeah. i saw things scarier than the live turtles there i'll tell you that
6: I, ironically <laughs> ironically tim is probably the only one of us who like grew up with turtles doesn't your mom like
4: have turtles <laughs> Tim you probably yeah, didn't she, feed yeah, them and they has, probably died she's a gigantic desert tortoise and a fucking little box turtle like a like 20 little did box something turtles happen that she breeds. with
0: that did it like bite you and that's why you don't like the turtles or what what's no yeah. I, I no think,
6: i think if anything tim has just realized after living with turtles his entire life how even mutants even if they were even if they came into contact with radioactive ooze they would still just be inferior to
4: <laughs> rangers, <They're> just, Space <laughs> rangers. yeah to the like yeah they're turtles so they're,
0: not, they're not, you're getting very hungry it's not like it's not like best, a turtle they make a good
4: soup you know oh, yeah. oh
0: thank you shredder
4: do you know actually uh do you know what took down my mom's turtles recently i, I guess she like switched over their cages and some raccoons been breaking in <laughs> oh, and she Jesus. found like three turtles so, that were like half eaten so like the raccoons ate their shell here's how weak the turtle shell is the raccoons just ate through it I, are your mom's turtles, turtles
0: uh mutant were they created with the ooze? Were they raised from birth to be ninjeteens? What did the teens? ooze do to the
4: turtles, though? It Except turns it them, them into mutants. It gigantic. makes them way
0: stronger. It turned them into no, fucking didn't. humanoid turtles, Tim. They're they're not yeah, pet shop turtles crawling around. Like I don't know if you've ever even seen the show or played the game. They're not just they... pet shop turtles anymore.
4: <laughs> yeah, but no, they're just gigantic and they can like do karate. But that doesn't mean that they have special <laughs> powers. Like when when the when the Power Rangers morph, they actually have like enhanced abilities and they're wearing armor and they, and they have like. These these innate apparently mostly ninja spandex. skills come out to be, what? Yeah,
0: most mostly spandex. Yeah,
6: Amazing. no, it's futuristic. It's space
4: not actually material. spandex, though. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, it
1: looks Could've like spandex, also, but I mean, it well, can like made me watch the movie where then they up the budget and it was all and, just armor. And again,
6: I just want to go back to like what you keep well, saying. Well, none of like, the other they, Ranger
0: fans watched it, they, so I didn't feel like I should.
6: They were raised to be ninjas. I feel like I feel like anytime a a child is forced into something by their guardian (laughs) they're just not going to be as as passionate about it as compelled to and driven about it as someone who came into it on their own made the decision to train hard made the decision to sacrifice all these things in their life to be one of the heroes in the Power Rangers and and therefore I think just the motivation level is there for the Power Rangers that just isn't there for the turtles that are just forced into this they're so they're they're like father figure did it so now all of a sudden they have to do it i mean Jesus i will Christ. i will in take family the business? family, yeah. the
0: family <laughs> ties and cohesion of the ninja turtles over some angsty teens in the power rangers in terms of cohesion they're all angsty you, teens listen the yeah, power the rangers are so, but teens. yeah but at least they have the literal blood ties to where they they need to stick together with one another and i will grant you like the megazords they're impressive especially you know compared to you know say the regular turtle van but, <laughs> but or, or, or donatello's oh, thank you for
1: giving us that okay. or donatello's
0: <laughs> stick but um you, you but put I will them say,
5: together without in the Wars, Zords.
0: dinobot used a stick to great effectiveness against a trans metal so you never know what could happen <laughs> but uh I, I just i i think in terms of cohesion uh, the turtles have it all day. However, I do want to ask the question: Who do you think is the weakest link of the turtles and the Power Rangers, uh, mm. Davis? If you had to pick a weak link on the on the turtles, who is it?
5: I I will only say Donatello is great as a team member. <laughs> he he does bring a lot to the team, but he is the one turtle that has almost. Almost died in the comics. Like, they thought he was dead. And he he also, he also is usually portrayed as the smaller one, too, because he's the smarter one. He's doing all the technology. So he kind of got, like, the geeky rap. So I, I would say Donatello.
0: Marco? Uh,
3: despite him being one of my favorite Turtles... I would have to say Raphael might be one of the weakest links if you're looking at dude. a team dynamic. Without a doubt, he's the weakest. He, he, he's a bit of a you know a he's lone loose wolf and a he's lot hard. of drama from super from many emotional stories. Super
6: emotional. Always tra- always has them, a chip on his
3: shoulder. Stems from them falling apart, and it's when they really come together and become a cohesive unit do they find success?
5: Oh, what about on the so he has side? the most potential? Is what you're saying
3: untapped. I love Raphael. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. But but if we have to identify our own weak links here, I'd say Raphael just breaks apart the team dynamic.
0: I w- would agree from that perspective. R- Raf being a lo- Raf being a loose cannon uh, certainly could be the only one that you could point to in terms of any sort of cohesion issues. But he always comes around in, in the end. I, I would think that their maybe their devotion to April O'Neill. Would be would be a weak point, but I don't think the Rangers would exploit that as maybe uh, Eureka's Castle Repulsa might though. But on the Rangers side,
1: you just you said think the is... four Ninja Turtles are nothing but a bunch of simp's, and that's the only reason that they're <laughs> heroic.
0: <laughs> no, they're, that's not. side are
1: you? De- that's not what. Here? That's
0: not what I said. I'm not to mention to be...
1: just how open ended and like leading your question was. It's like weakest link. Well, yeah, weakest link in what regard? Because both of your teammates actually put together great answers. I've heard nothing but awful jokes from you.
0: <laughs> okay, well that's okay. Thank you, Jeff. So well, I guess you're you,
1: the weakest of the turtle team.
0: Who who would you put as the weakest on the Rangers?
1: <laughs> well, then once again, it kind of depends. What are we talking about in weak with weakness here? Are we well, I, about, I I like that battle, both Davis and
0: Mark had their battle? own had their own perspective on it. What what would you what would be well, your take on it?
1: In that case, then it really does depend. If you're talking about fighting ability, then Billy is the weakest, just because he had no fighting background to begin with, um, and then also. Even though, as the Blue Ranger, he is able to fight mentally, he's not necessarily there yet, where some of the others are, you know, just trained martial artists. In terms of, like, how serious they take things, I would probably maybe say Kimberly. I think she's kind of a little bit goofy. If we talk about the one who's maybe most distracted by girls, that was always Zach. He's kind of the skirt chaser of the group. Um, Jason's the one who's kind of always feels like he has to put too much on his own shoulders, so I can see him biting off more than he can chew. Trini is, like, kind of the most well rounded and the one, I guess, who not necessarily the strongest in any area, but she's also has no like glaring weaknesses. So, I mean, it like I said, it really depends on the the situation,
2: but then, I mean, if we're talking
1: about these nine characters, they're all heroes. And so none of them are actually weak. Like you saying, it's like that Raphael always joins the group again. Yeah. Cause Raphael is a superhero. Raphael has three brothers and a father, you know, it's like, he's always going to stand by them. And same thing with the power Rangers. They're all friends. They all understand the stakes. It's like, yeah, they'll always back each other up when it's, you know, when it's important. And the series was always about that. One character or one ranger was kind of like outlined that day. You know, it's like yeah. this episode is more about them and they would overcome something. And it's like, even though something was a weakness in the first 10, 15 minutes of the episode, damn it, they're going to address it by the end of it. Oh, yeah. Trini yeah. was afraid of heights. That was like her big weakness.
0: Yeah. I feel like we need to circle back to Tim because he he really did a, a deep dive on why the Rangers would just crush the Turtles, and I feel like you have a lot to get off your chest here, Tim.
4: <laughs> so, no. Uh, no, as far as weakest member of the of the Rangers, well, you can
0: you can give a weak member of the Rangers, but I just feel like that you just really are just chomping at the bit to get into why the Rangers would just wax the the Turtles. <laughs>
4: uh i mean I, I said what i was gonna like at any point they could like they have like an instant kill button where they can morph up and and, and fucking get into their little robot and just step on the turtles I, I don't think it's like yeah like i don't think it's it's a big deal for them to like take the turtles down uh as far as far as weakest weakest link of the power rangers i would say uh the first weakest would be the guy with the glasses and the second <laughs> weakest would be the uh the yellow ranger
6: Okay. You don't like the
4: color of yellow? Yeah. Yeah, I just never like that ranger. Just never really made an impression on me.
6: Uh, I yeah, as a kid, definitely remember (laughs) thinking that Billy wasn't bringing enough to the table. Like,
4: yeah, not on the battlefield.
6: Yeah, I felt like the technology and kind of the like mental capacity wasn't enough because. Inevitably, all the fights always just turned into fighting ability. So, like... Yeah. And especially if they were squaring up against the Turtles. Like, I don't think the Turtles are bringing any technology that Billy is really going to, like, counter with his knowledge and skills. So, it really is going to come down to fighting ability. And he, he is the weak link in that, in he, that
4: It's like... It's like the, the I don't know what his name is, but the guy on the turtles that has like the stick with like the golf Donatello. wrapped around it and who wears glasses. Yeah, like what what's that guy bringing to the table? He's, I mean, he's the tech break. guy. He's, the he's the a t- smart turtle.
1: Okay, Dude,
6: He likes to bonk people on the head. What are you talking about? He's
1: yeah, the tech yeah, guy exactly, for the turtles, bonk.
0: man. He'll shoot those <laughs> yeah. manhole covers at you.
1: I feel like everyone's shitting on Donatello a little too much this episode. I feel bad for the Donatello fans listening. I,
0: I do too.
6: He's a I great mean, turtle.
1: That's Peter Laird's it's... favorite Ninja Turtle.
6: <laughs> I feel like we haven't given Michelangelo Michelangelo enough respect. Segway and Chat was saying that Michelangelo is the weakest because he's reckless, uh, but I feel like his carefree attitude is what allows him to be a little bit more fearless and like brave when when the others might not be. He's a party dude. Ma- I, I Michelangelo.
1: Think... Uh, oh, I was just gonna say is also the most athletic out of the four. He has the most like natural athletic ability, yes. and he's the one who won that alien tournament. And to circle successor.
0: back, to circle back to the the newer movies, he was the best done, uh, turtle out of the the entire group in those new movies. And it, like his athleticism came across, his personality came across. I would not consider Michelangelo at all to be the weak link of the turtles. I I think, uh, he he absolutely holds his own as always and always did. He comes off as the most silly, but he always brings it. You know, in the fighting and everything like that. Um, all right, let let's get into if if everybody's good on pivoting to just which is the better sort of property and what everybody had. I mean, we can we can parse out more, you know, the fighting if you wish. But uh, in terms of which property is just better, like which which one do you think had the better villains? I I really like I said I look I look at the Power Rangers. I did not like Rita Repulsa. I think like guys like Shredder and you know krang and everything like the foot clan i think are way better than the putties and they're similar enough but the putties to me just are not nearly as cool as an actual clan of ninjas it's just i I think that the the turtles have it on the in terms of the villains that they were fighting you know every episode i really really liked the turtles villains a lot more other than when the green ranger was evil that's a badass storyline as we've talked about (laughs) um but jeff what what do you think about the respective villains of each property
1: well, I mean, let me ask the the Turtles guys a uh, question about Shredder. Well, who is Shredder, and and why does he hate the Turtles?
5: Well, we have to go on which <laughs> canon, don't we? Oh shit! Wow. Well, well it, just because, well, it, because it, because it constantly it up, like, changes, I'm ghoul?
1: just I'm confused as someone who kind of views it, and you know, it's like I I just don't understand. It's like, is he a, a rival of Hamato Yoshi's, or is he actually the avenging brother since Hamato Yoshi killed? Oroku Nagi, who is the actual love rival. It's like if anything, Shredder's the hero in that story there, <laughs> and then it just becomes an eye for an eye thing. And it's like, well, you killed my brother, so I'm going to kill you. And then Leonardo who? kills him, and then and then Shredder's daughter goes after Leonardo. I mean, where does it end, guys? It's just, just a saying, vicious cycle. Who doesn't
3: love a good blood feud, right? <laughs> That's just great, great drama. Uh, I think Jeff, Otherwise, yeah, what we're fighting—little uh, clay monsters wait, molded from dirt—who
5: gives? The villains are so much deeper. There's like, there's, there's a storyline. Like, what, what is Krang's deep story, guys? Tell me, Krang. Oh, I deep mean, deep <laughs> Dimension rules rules a new
1: dimension. <laughs> oh yeah, he's not even a U. Uh, was it Utron or whatever? It turns out that he had a body that was taken away. It's like there's no consistency or anything with the villains. What about those giant rock monsters from uh, Dimension X? what you want more
3: bird
6: and folk then what and fodder? then what foot
1: soldiers it's like you guys what about the purple dragons it's a bunch of teenagers that uh the ninja turtles beat up it's it's a bunch of dannys from the original movie running around and then that one han guy and then if they graduate they get to be uh foot soldier ninjas not to mention who's the one who founded the foot clan oh that's right a time traveling raphael raphael created the foot clan it's like it's are cool. they even bad anymore See, that's just great See,
3: drama you're talking about right now. <laughs> All case in point, the lore is much superior to whacked out Rich teens lore. that evolve anyway, through and- the
1: door every few years to fight clay monsters and crap. In terms of villains that you can take seriously, uh yeah, Rita Repulsa never did it for me, but I liked Goldar. Uh I liked Scorpina. Once Lord Zed came into it, I mean the character design of that guy is just awesome. I he mean, looks aggressive cool. looking. I mean it's like I, All props to Shredder. Shredder is my favorite of all the villains that we're talking about right now. I like him a lot. But like Lord Zed, out of all the the Power Ranger and Ninja Turtle villains, would probably be my second favorite, or maybe Goldar. It's like, he's just a, he's imposing. Like once he showed up, it's like, okay, now I get it. Now I understand it's like why Earth is uh, in such dire peril. And it's like, we really only have five people that are protecting us from this. And Zed's really
3: just a rip from uh, Shredder. The entire like, whole headpiece with the spike down the middle. He has so much heralding
1: back from Shredder. I gotta yeah, say, his that's entire right. design they...
3: is really from him.
1: No, it's not, not at all. Especially since yeah. Lord Zed existed before Shredder. Since it Spe- comes from that old Japanese show. Yes. Yeah, speaking of on. Shredder's, um, <laughs> no, speaking of Shredder's design and like Sh- not in Shredder's my America. Armor. Oh how does Shredder
4: fight wearing like 200 pounds of armor, and why is he always like on the front Not well, because he, he always gets his ass kicked. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean that's like that's life in the Saturday morning cartoon, just like Cobra Commander. <laughs> you I know, it we're, happens.
6: We're overstating the power of the Foot Clan a little bit
1: too. Just, just given the number, I just think they're they way have. cooler
0: than the Putties.
1: Is all. The Putties would win though. The Putties have conquered planets. The Foot Clan. I mean, what they stole some TVs yeah i mean I just, that's what they the did food clan and-
6: the the foot clan are ninjas <laughs> in name only like they they're really just a bunch of like hoodlums Ninjas have, in training. Shredder, yeah they're ninjas in training for sure but like not any sort of discipline training or focused or you know real athleticism to speak of they're just people that like to get in trouble and they have an outlet through the foot clan
1: i mean i'll give them that the athleticism thing and uh, what i liked was in the second movie you do get to see like what is the audition to become a foot, uh, like a foot soldier. And it's like, damn, it it is tough. Cause, um, was it Ernie Reyes Jr. Whoever the pizza delivery boy was, it's like, he was a talented martial artist, but he was completely out of his depth as far as like removing the bells from the mannequin or whatever. Thank God Raphael was there, but it's like, it's funny that that's the training montage, and it's like that's what it takes to be a foot soldier. And then the foot soldiers suck in every other thing that I've ever seen them do. <laughs> I saw one one slapped April O'Neil in the face in the first movie. That was like the most impressive thing that a foot soldier has done ever has ever done. Yeah, <laughs> she tried to fight back. Well, the Good on yeah. her. Yeah, she was hitting him with the purse. She was doing okay, and she yeah. pulled the sigh out. Yeah. <laughs> This single uh, a, woman in New York was unimpressed by these ninjas in the subway. <laughs> All right. What,
0: what about who had just the overall branding and like merchandise power, uh, in Ooh. your, in, in your guys opinion? Uh, you know, cause we talked about extensively about the action figures and everything like that. You know, both were featured on the toys that made us a lot of it was inescapable w- wherever you went. Uh, I just think the sheer, the sheer number of, of like turtles action figures that were kept coming out, the video games that in the arcade games, I just feel like the Ninja Turtles just really sort of dominated that space. Not to say that the power Rangers didn't do very well. And they have, I mean, I remember a few comic cons back, uh, the, you know, I forget which exclusive it was, but it was, were they giving away the coins and the, like the little, it was uh, the morpher
1: and the coins, Yeah, the
0: morpher and the coins, like the line for that and the excitement and the buzz surrounding that was still very, very strong. Uh, but I think I think overall, I think more people would associate like that peak like action figure sort of time period with the Ninja Turtles before they would think of like the Power Rangers in the, in that space. I guess.
1: Well, you're painting it in a very narrow like perspective. You're talking about action figures and you're talking about arcade games. If we're going to talk about bulk of video games, Power Rangers have more video games than the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And then in terms of action figures, I think part of that is an 80s, 90s thing where both are obviously marketed the hell out of each other. And that's what the whole point of these properties are. It's just they keep printing money. But I mean, the Ninja Turtles, I mean, it got to the point where it was ludicrous in terms of what it is that they were made. I mean, it is a bunch of clown shit. And (laughs) You even see that in the, the toys that make us the guys that were designing the toys, all of the comic book artists and everything. I mean, they were starting to laugh at, you know, a certain point. Yeah. About how, you know, it was very formulaic as far as what it is that you're supposed to do. It really was just like throw an idea at the wall. It's like everything was made. I mean, it was ridiculous. With the Power Rangers, I'm happy that they didn't make as many toys as the Ninja Turtles did. And it never got out of control like that. But in terms of like presence in like the population and everything, it helps a lot to have actors with faces. Like, you know, uh, I was watching the making of the original movie and they interviewed... I think it was everybody but Amy Joe Johnson was in the interview. Um, and they were talking about, I mean, it was kind of like being the Beatles and stuff as far as the malls and the different celebrity kids that they met at the premieres. And um, the actor who plays Adam, uh, he's the voice of Ash, the stampede on Trigon. I can't think of his name, Johnny Young Bosch or something like that, how he got grabbed into a crowd and he had to be rescued by security and stuff. So it helps to have faces for people to relate to. And so in terms of just like taking over, uh, you know, kind of like the media for a little while. It's like, it, it becomes the power Rangers. I, yeah. I kind of think of the best damn nerd show, celebrity hottie draft. Uh, James drafted Amy, Joe Johnson, even though he didn't watch the power Rangers and specifically boasted that his team would win for no other reason than <laughs> Amy and Joe Johnson was on it. She was popular. Yeah.
6: I think to to Jeff's, you know, one of the things you mentioned earlier was just the consistency of power rangers. And I think what it comes down to is like, there were some really, really high, high notes for, for turtles. And there were some low notes, um, both in the toys and the video games. You know, I think that the, the early video games for turtles, you know, arguably the best games, some of the best games ever made. Um, and, and likewise with the toys, Uh, But I think, you know, that with Power Rangers, you do get that consistency. You do get like the timelessness um, and you do you do have an enduring series that, um, you know, can can still work and still be meaningful.
1: Yeah. Turtles have to kind of like hibernate a little bit. And I mean, we haven't even talked about it, but the Ninja Turtles did have a live action TV show, the next mutation. And that, yeah, Mark's face says it all. Yeah, it was (laughs) awful. (laughs) And it was hated. (laughs) And kind of like with what happened Minus with the latest movies that screws up everything. Cause then you don't get a new Ninja turtle show for a while. And so there's like a whole pocket of kids. That's like, yeah, Ninja turtles really wasn't a part of their childhood.
5: I, I you don't get those though,
1: consumers back.
5: About the power of the branding. Like when they were saying in the episode of the toys that made us, they could literally just put anything up on the wall and it would sell. Cause that was how powerful the turtles were. They could just make those toys and, it would all go it would fly off the shelves and it's because not it had true, no. the name
1: that works as long as you don't have competition and that's why the turtles right. really just all of a sudden disappeared overnight once the power rangers came into it the power rangers were coming definitely once the turtles were ebbing a little bit and it was kind of this weak point and then all of a sudden it's like everybody that would have been a turtles fan just sort of shifted over and then it's like the the, nin- the ninja turtles had great longevity for a while but then they do have to like go away for a bit And then they can come back because nostalgia and a new group of kids. And like I said, with Power Rangers and what John was just talking about, it's like it just never ends. It's just always there. It's ever present. And it's not what it was, but that's because nothing can sustain that. And I mean, I don't really know if there is a children's property right now that's like that. I mean, Ninja Turtles and Power Rangers, that's like a bygone era now.
3: Well, I will say, I mean, Ninja Turtles is big now, just not in our circle as adult men but there's been a series going on for the last couple of years doing big showings at comic-con every year and getting much acclaim and huge action figure properties as well coming out of it um so i i think what's neat about the ninja turtles has become really this timeless piece stretching on what 35 years plus that there's kind of a reiteration where you can take this kind of story of these characters and redefine it for every generation thereupon and it and it still brings joy to countless people around the world
1: yeah well yeah i I don't want to shortchange the ninja turtles in this debate because that's not the case they're both powerful (laughs) brands and they're both awesome brands but like we were saying it's like power rangers doesn't have an off button where the ninja turtles does have to take a break and it's like yeah mark i'm not a kid but i work with kids i know what they talk about they tell me what they watch they tell me what stickers. Are they
3: watching Power Rangers? They tell
1: me what stickers they want me to have in my prize box. Yeah, they are. <laughs> I have Ninja Turtles stickers. Nobody's asking for them. And Ninja well, Turtles is I, very I popular. Think... I mean, John was just talking about the Nickelodeon series. He watches it with his son and yeah. is hooked himself. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, one thing that
3: I think is really fun to look back on these kind of properties is, the, you know. Uh, imitation is the sincerest form of flattery, sort of thing. Where you look at Ninja Turtles and you got things like Biker Mice from Mars and Street Sharks and, and a lot of these, these, these other uh, very quintessential awesome. '90s properties. Awesome, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And then you look at uh, Power Rangers and what you got—Big B- Bad Beetleborgs yes, with that superhuman Leno- samurai cyber
6: squad. You liked? No, I said no. no non- I said Power Beetleborgs Rangers.
0: was awful. <laughs> oh,
6: I thought you said awesome. no. Beetle <laughs> Beetleborgs was awful. It was on one of it my three absolute channels. Absolute channel watched, change. Not
3: lie,
1: but I, I kind of enjoyed <laughs> all of it, to be honest, but it wasn't oh, as good as Power it. Rangers. I was like, yeah, it's all right. God. It came out too late for it you. Just... I get it. Yeah. It's not an 80s. Thank problem. you. <laughs> Thank you. you. Yeah. Uh... Three Beatles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then James already hated Big Bad Beetleborgs, but then once they changed the color of their armor, James was like, ah, oh, no, not the well, original I w- colors anymore. I was anymore. thinking, I was thinking about the, the OG originals. fan
0: base and just how livid they must have been. You know, the real Beetleborg maniacs out of there—they just must have been furious about the change. But it's very lawful. I, I think evil of you. Uh, <laughs> I think that's a great point, though, Mark, in terms of just the the things that Ninja Turtles spawned, and uh, you know the what street sharks might not have been necessarily my jam or, or biker mice from Mars, but dude, that was an awesome
4: show. I, just yeah, I had a big, I had a big street sharks thing that would go over my entire hand. And, like, I yeah, I remember the, mouth the, the, shark. and the, the oh, street sharks awesome. toys <laughs> branding like in move. and of itself.
0: It, yeah. Moby it, it does, it,
6: that, that's, that's the, that's the up episode. It, to this it does. <laughs> it
0: does speak to the fact that, you know, like Davis was talking about the formula of the turtles like everybody else was like trying to find that next sort of same formula. It's like, well, if we do sharks or we do mice kind of deal, and yeah. we're just going to throw out
6: well, the wall. I think, I think we, we, a couple of us, when we were back in college, back in like the early nerd show days, had this conversation off air, but we were, we were laughing about like how absurd the pitch meetings must have been for yeah. these shows. <laughs> Cause it's like, yeah. Imagine like sharks,
3: right. Blades, <laughs> right
6: and they go <laughs> or like we got a bunch of turtles right and then they go into the sewer they touch some radioactive waste they turn into nin- teenage ninja turtles and they're led by a giant a giant rat and they fall in love with a human woman and they they love eating pizza like
1: what how does that pitch make it to air that's, that's on paper question. it's not strong john on paper it's not strong <laughs> no.
0: dude but it i mean it did such, such i think uh a lot, a lot of people, sort of, were surprised by how successful the turtles were, but I think you know the the success was just so unprecedented and so unstoppable. It's like we just have to go with this, and we yeah. have to like just shove all in with it. And uh, I don't know for for me, I just think the the turtles was just such a they had sort of like this moment that was undisputedly theirs. You know, I I think maybe things were just a little bit more more diverse when the the Rangers burst onto the scene. But I don't think that they maybe sort of had that same sort of like absolute everybody's attention locked on them to the exact same level as as the Turtles did. It was, you know, like looking back on it, really, really strong stuff uh, that the Ninja Turtles had going for them. Uh, with with that in mind, which do you think has sort of the more lasting legacy? Jeff, I know you're talking about how the Power Rangers haven't had the same ebbs as maybe the, the Turtles have.
1: You're essentially you know, watching the same show. It's it's all just one ongoing story. Yeah. We're the, we're, I mean, and like I said, nothing against the Ninja Turtles because like John said, it is important to like reintroduce the story, have a new series for that generation. But it's like it is them just dipping into what they have already done with some changes, of course.
0: Yeah, Mark, what would you say the the lasting legacy? Who, who? who I mean, obviously your team turtle, but why? Why would you say the turtles over the Power Rangers?
3: I think if you stop any given Joe on the street, they're going to name you a Ninja Turtle or two. All what they about can do somebody with Power Rangers to say
1: red, pink, blue? That's, well, that's what they are, though. I don't understand. And uh, a lot of people are into Renaissance art. And I think that's why they actually know the (laughs) names. I I mean, I, no, I do,
0: I no, I will, I will give Mark the sort of, I mean,
1: Leonardo and Michelangelo those are pretty famous names I learned (laughs) who Donatello and Raphael were through that show.
0: I, well, that's the thing is, I would argue they did more for Renaissance artists than the artists did themselves (laughs) I think that their names live on more strongly because of the damn Ninja Turtles. I don't know if that's a, you know, a sad commentary on our society or not, but I do get Mark's point. Or it's sad about
1: you, James, I mean you're not speaking facts, you're speaking from your point of view, well, from a certain point of view, that's <laughs> yeah. that's, that's
0: what I from would say. From a certain point of view, <laughs> yes. Well, you know, you'll find that everything Jeff comes from, from a, a certain point of view. From
1: a certain lawful evil point of view.
0: Oh my God, <laughs> uh,
1: James isn't I'm, very cultured, and so he knows about the Renaissance art I'm, names. From I'm the Ninja uh, I am very cultured.
0: I'm not saying myself. I know you I'm like, like the Beatles. You write a book about it. I did. Yes. I made a weird mask. But to Mark's point, though, I I do think that as you could stop somebody on the street and they would more be able to name you the Ninja Turtles than necessarily all the Power Rangers. I think it just it speaks to that that brand and just their just the impact that they had. Like people know Michelangelo is a party dude still.
1: You know, they it's it's just it, they're very, very strong. But then that's once again, because you have four Ninja Turtles, you have a countless amount of Power Rangers. Well, maybe it was maybe it was right. a better so, formula
0: to just have the four turtles then because yeah, people I, still know but them.
6: You're, but you're talking about but it. You as can't if, do that as, with a
0: live action show.
6: And and you're talking about it as if that era in time, you know, when the animated series for Turtles was on, is like still persisting today, like. People aren't going back and watching that series. Young kids today are not going back and watching that series. And I think no, that's... They, have, <laughs> they
0: have their own series to watch now. I understand that. I, I I'm, my, my... I'm aware of. I'm aware of that. It might not be the one that I'm watching, but I, I'm child. happy that they have he, a well-regarded watching, Nickelodeon
6: series. He's watching the Nickelodeon one. I think that's one of the strengths of of Turtles is that you know when it does come back, sometimes it repackages and finds like a new way of presenting itself. Um, yep. that that can reach a new high and, 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 you know, be a little bit more contemporary and find a new cool audience. Look, I think it's going to be hard for anything right now to, to make a splash the way turtles did initially or power Rangers did because Fortnite exists. And so like for Fortnite is, is for every age group under like age 22 is just taken over completely. Um, yeah. But, you know, I think, I think that, each property has something completely different to offer i do like the consistency of power rangers i do like the the high notes that that turtles hit um and you would hope that they can keep reinventing turtles you know into the next decade uh with some with some new ideas and and some interesting ways of packaging it up that bring us back to it again and again and again
0: Well, I I think you you hit on something, and we've alluded to it a couple times on the show, is that there is not going to be another moment like that for either property, really. I mean, I guess maybe Fortnite is the closest thing to approximate that. But, you know, you you look at a lot lot of brands, like, you know, to compare it to pro wrestling, there is never going to be something quite like the Attitude Era again, where – you know, you had the heights, the numbers, the ratings that, that were being pulled in the late nineties and early two thousands, just it's not gonna happen again that way. And in, in the in the same way that I would find it highly unlikely that another Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles level or another Mighty Morphin Power Rangers level series will absolutely capture the attention. No, maybe it's more it's, maybe it's more new. likely Yeah, it's going to be different uh, and it has to adapt to the times we're in, which is why it's so fun for me to sort of go back and talk about both these things because it was, you know, they had a captive child audience. They really got into both. And, you know, one of the intangible things for me that is why I, you know, one of the reasons why I really love the Ninja Turtles pizza. Like the the fact that they love pizza, it gave us all a perfect excuse to have pizza parties with your friend. Hey, you're coming over, gonna watch the Turtles movie or having a, a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles themed birthday. You're eating pizza, you're playing Turtles in Time, and just that. That to me is such an intangible of, of like so many great childhood memories that the Ninja Turtles, I like Jeff. We were talking about at the start of the show, I don't remember. A life in which the, the ninja turtles didn't exist so i don't know how popular of a childhood food pizza was pre-turtles because i didn't exist but they certainly helped up the popularity of pizza i will say that and i'm <laughs> i am forever grateful for them to do to, to have done that like i think we've all,
1: all had pizza parties intriguing. because
0: of the ninja turtles <laughs> yeah, I, the
1: popularity I, of these pizza. weird claims <laughs> that, I, I, I'm, I, I'm go- I think I think it's worth. You guys like aren't going to believe this. Nobody even ate pizza until the Ninja Turtles <laughs> were around. <laughs> it was
0: Marco Polo, and then like Came it overnight, kind of got, it, was, it was like a fad. Like people in New York ate it, but once the turtles burst onto the scene, oh it became a it became a, a <laughs> nationwide this phenomenon. You absurd. know, Domino's, Pizza it, know, Hut, job. Round Table all <laughs> sprang
4: up. It scares me when James goes on. A rant where it's like convincing for 90% of it and then it just ends in something fucking crazy and I'm like how much of what he says is like just crazy and, and like I don't know it. and now, because, now I don't know
6: but because he's so impassioned like I, yeah I was just gonna agree with him and be like saying that's, I was that's true yeah, that, he, he always so takes so it true. too yeah. far though he always no takes one it too no far. one like like yeah. the turtles basically introduced pizza to America from
4: they Italy. did they, they that's did. his claim that's his claim no well, from japan they, that, actually yeah it's actually <laughs> oh, japanese
0: dude. cuisine that's what they you know marco polo actually it's very just, ninjas <laughs> yeah it's a, it's a ninja uh, health food actually it helps them with their their flips and everything no but we all had i think uh, a pizza party or two themed around the ninja turtles and that's just i think that's just a really I, to, cool aspect of them to,
6: to your point like i i do remember like having sleepovers with friends as a kid and like it, like if you know, there's always like awkwardness, like it's a new house, like you don't, you know, like the especially the first few times. If if someone had the turtles movies though, like instantly cut the awkwardness, throw a turtles movie on, eat some pizza, like you, you know, it's a perfect you, you know it's excuse to be.
0: order is ah, uh, yeah, exactly. We're watching, we're watching the Ninja Turtles movie. What are we gonna eat for dinner? Oh, I don't know, pizza. <laughs> I love, I love how.
6: I love how in your mind, like the parents have crafted this thematic, this
1: thematic game for the kids. How, how are we going to convince reality, our kids to eat pizza when, in reality, it's like it's we'll like fuck, the Ninja Turtles movie on.
6: Fuck, no. James is staying over tonight. What am I gonna? What, what are we gonna feed him? Oh yeah, there's 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 a little caesar hot and ready's on the way home. Let's pick couple those those for Pizza Hut, please. Five dollars
0: yeah. prefer the hut
6: because pizza uh, is the it's just the easiest thing to feed a. a a handful of rambunctious little boys. You just oh op- like you don't have to And we we all it. we all, we all or-
0: accepted it with ease because the turtles told us it was the best. Totally. Yeah, that's mm, what yes, that's because what happened. the turtles
5: did. Yes.
0: I I had pizza parties themed around the Ninja Turtles, so I, I don't oh, know about I, I, I guess uh...
5: multiple birthdays. What'd you eat, Davis? Pizza, man. We always had pizza. Cuz the turtles ate pizza. Wow. <laughs> 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 Cuz the turtles ate pizza. I, I I want to see statistics now of pizza sales. It won't hooked, correlate. It, won't <laughs> correlate. That's insane. it absolutely will correlate. <laughs> no, it it absolutely won't. will correlate. Nah, no, I'm uh, I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna check Pizza Hut stats. <laughs> this
6: will be the first time you've ever looked at stats in your entire life, or anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Except maybe like Shadow of Colossus, like damage dealing to try to
0: figure out how to beat a Colossus. All right. Well, as as we're wrapping up here, uh, if you bought that
1: game. You already lost
0: the the lasting legacy <laughs> of both and as we've gone to conventions over the years now and um i was just at stockton con eight months ago i guess now and just seeing how strong you know both still were represented and how popular they both still are um if we can lay down our lay down our arms here as we were wrapping up the show in just terms of like, what is your favorite part about each if you liked both or just the one if you if you only cared for one? And what do you think it's sort of its impact on nerd culture was, Jeff?
1: I mean, I guess my favorite thing about both is is sort of the same. It's just the the team dynamics and how they all work together. I and mean, it's like so I mean, yeah, that's what it will always come down to. It's like those are my two favorite things. And in terms of impact, uh, I don't know. You can't go anywhere without like seeing a knockoff Power Ranger toy and. We already talked about all of the the ripoffs and and near misses when it came to trying to do another Ninja Turtles cartoon. Also, I don't think you have the Power Rangers without the Ninja Turtles. That also, I think, was trying to capture that same audience. So, yeah, they're forever linked.
0: Marco?
3: Yeah, I, I really think the team dynamics between them and camaraderie really between each team and that there was these different uh, character archetypes that would pull in kids of all ages and, and, and creeds to identify with one of them uh, just makes them lasting properties. Uh, I know I have spent the majority of this time defending turtles, but as I said, shamefully fan of power Rangers. <laughs> uh, and I would love to go to like power Morphicon someday
1: without a doubt. Dude. How nice was David Yoss to you at our first WonderCon? I was surprised he hadn't come up
0: already in the show.
1: <laughs> How dare you say that you were ashamed to watch it? We met the original Blue Ranger John. I remember. He was incredibly friendly to us. Pretended he had heard of the Best Damn Nerd Show. Said that I, we were good. He, he was an avid listener. That's great. He did, he did yeah. know the Best Damn Nerd Show. He was show. a super nice guy. Bitched d- about the people that cut in line in the parking, not knowing that we were some of those people. Oh my
6: God. You know, now, now I feel now I feel really bad because I'm I'm just imagining that, like, he's a long-time listener. He's been in our Discord and he's going to hear this episode and now we're like, was yeah, them. the Blue is the weakest fucking link. He's a bitch.
0: They told <laughs> look, me to look, wear glasses. Billy, if you're out there, we
6: love you. You contributed a lot to the team. Just saying if it comes to hand-to-hand combat your character is going to struggle that's it you're the weakest <laughs> you knew yeah. that but
0: he got the best color he though knows. blue's awesome you're the smart you know? guy dude and he's rocking Sarah's the size so cool yeah. he's rocking the blue you know you know you're doing your thing i'm surprised he you guys meeting him hadn't come up uh already but john what what, what do you take away from both these as we because i know you're a fan of both
6: i mean i i love them both equally to me it it they checked all the boxes, uh, the most important and the biggest box being just like violence Pizza. and martial arts, you know, like that's really all I was looking for as a kid. And both shows delivered that
0: ninjas <laughs> be they mutant and nin- mutant turtles or from space really had a, <laughs> had a big slice of the pie, uh, at that time, Davis, how about you?
5: Yeah. Uh, I just remember, I, I, I'm pretty sure my favorite color is blue because of the Ninja turtles because I was such a Leonardo fan. So that's where like my favorite color stem from. But, uh, yeah, you know, beyond that, uh, the turtles and because definitely... of Billy, of course, Chris From is the very to David Yost. I like no. shout out to David Yost. <laughs> and, <laughs> I, I gotta say, I, this I still whole don't episode. like the Rangers. I am not on one side of the fence or the, I'm not in the middle here. I I'm full turtles. I I still don't like the Rangers that much, but I'm glad you guys do, and thank you for defending them. Uh, but <laughs> you're, you're welcome. welcome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> somebody had to, so thanks for doing it. <laughs> Oh i know God. which i know a side jeff wants to be on uh,
1: <laughs> D- davis was genuinely perplexed that anybody was going to root for the power rangers so it's like i totally so understand confused. where you're coming from it's like what this isn't a debate what <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I was culture, too
0: when it was just in terms of which was cooler i was like well the, the turtles like right like i just figured that we all would have liked the turtles more than than the rangers now when it came to who would win in a fight i was like okay that makes more sense why people would back the rangers but right. uh when it was just like which property was cooler i was like who who would pick the rangers yeah but Obviously, Hello.
1: we we found yeah. I, I, and you <laughs> you, you picking
0: the Rangers over the turtles still. I, I'm terribly vexed, Jeff. But uh, well, we Tim, weren't friends
1: in the '90s. Yeah. I, we should have been.
0: And in the else worlds that, that we were, Tim, if we you want have to had take a one Power more Ranger pizza party. <laughs> no, the Power Rangers didn't eat pizza. No, <laughs> they had a
1: balanced diet and they promoted get something good health. Stupid. Exercise. Yeah, like, we'd be like,
0: hey, more more kale, James. Like, yeah, I guess. Uh, Tim, if <laughs> imagine you want where to sh- you'd be now yeah i'd be i'd be killing it but you know i I prefer the pizza <laughs> tim if you want to shit on the uh, the turtles one more time
4: no, i i mean honestly as far as like lasting power i would say the turtle because like kind of what you guys were talking about earlier how there's like some sort of sense of shame associated with the power rangers i think that that lasts through that that still is present this day whereas that's not the same with the turtles so as far as longevity i would put my my eggs in the turtle basket so to speak
0: in your turtle shell yeah uh the the thing that i want to take away from you know the the ninja turtles is really that camaraderie aspect as a kid uh you know love that they were this brother team and everything like that but the the action figures were great and all that but some of my fondest memories of like just friends of mine were coming together and playing turtles in time together or watching the teenage mutant ninja turtle movies like john was talking about if you throw that on You know, there's no awkwardness, you know, sleepovers, you know, playing Ninja Turtles with other friends is uh, really was something special. And, you know, again, when I hear that intro song for the cartoon, I'm instantly, you know, pumped up. And so it was it was a special moment in time. I'm appreciative of the fact that, you know, Power Rangers fans had similar experiences. And it is really cool as an outsider you know, looking at them and seeing the lines to you know meet like Zach or Jason or or Kimberly and stuff like that, and or you know Billy uh, probably had the longest line of all to meet Billy because he's the most popular and the coolest and the, you know super badass Ranger. <laughs> I Love that he's a listener of the show. Uh, but... of the show. <laughs>
6: <laughs> How quickly we sell out?
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, well, we're just trying to do right by. We're trying to retcon this whole episode. No, but it it is cool to sort of see that, and I and I think both. Uh, As I've gotten older, like it's just it's cool just to see how powerful both uh, properties remain uh, and people our age group. And it's encouraging to hear that, like, you know, shows that like, you know, the Ninja Turtle show on Nickelodeon or or whatever, that like kids are gravitating towards that and enjoying it. And it's well done and the same that the Power Rangers is going on and kids will, you know, even if it's not at the same level that it's still going to happen and that there's still generations of kids coming up that are going to, you know, know the Rangers and know, and know the turtles. It's pretty cool. And, you know, so enjoy your pizza parties. And that is going to do it for us this week here at the best damn nerd show. Have a great week, everyone. And remember, if you're a nerd, always say it loud and say it proud.
2: Hey everyone, Chris Seglia, CEO of the 10 O media network here. Thank you so much for listening to our content, but we need your help please rate us five stars, subscribe, and give us a shining review wherever you listen to this podcast. It really, really helps us out. And one more thing, please tell a friend if you can. Tell them Tasty Steve, Hanzo Gonzo, Mark Mann, Rip, Ricky Replay, or someone who everyone loves sent you or something. That might help. Anyway, again, thank you for listening. And if you want more, make sure to check us out at www.ten.com. Dash O dot GG You're listening to the ten o ten o media network.